0: Good evening, Grave Robbers, and welcome back to the Television Graveyard. We are your TV necromancers, Laura Prince and Noah Woolahan. We've come here tonight to examine the spirits of past television shows, to find out which ones could be resurrected, should be resurrected, and which ones should just stay doomed. This is a podcast in which we analyze the history, the hype, and the aftermath of shows that ran only one season. Although for some a Special few, their legacy lives on forever. With me as always is TV's Noah Houlihan.
1: We should go to the crappy planet where I'm a folk hero. Oh my god, Firefly! We are doing it! We are doing Firefly! It's episode
0: 100, guys! I sound so happy, I know I sound happy in Mm. the intro, and I usually try to sound dark and sinister, but I'm like, guys, it's Firefly!
1: Yes, I'm very (laughs) excited for this. Uh, For those of you who are just joining us here, Uh, we decided that Firefly was going to be episode 100 before we started this podcast. We are like, yeah, we'll make Firefly episode 100 because I had never seen it. So this is a completely brand new show for me.
0: And I haven't seen it. We've been together for about a decade. Yeah. And I haven't seen it in the time you and I have been together. No. Um, Mostly because I kind of said it like, oh, the next time I watch it is going to be with Noah. Yes. Uh, I've seen an episode here and there. Uh, since you and I started working together and living together in life. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I hadn't sat down and watched the whole thing in over a decade. And like, I, I forgot how much I loved the show when I was a little bit younger. Right. Because um, you've never seen this. I did not watch it first run. Okay. Um, for full biographical information. Uh, This was the year I was in marching band, and every Friday night, I had a football game.
2: That makes sense.
0: So I could never watch this first run. DVR didn't exist. I didn't get into it until they started doing home releases. Uh, My father loved this show. Right. So we had the DVD really early on, like, as soon as it was released. And I watched the whole thing on, like, a teacher's weekend. Yeah. Uh, If you live in New Jersey, there's, like, a weird weekend in november where they're like yeah all the teachers are gonna go to atlantic city for convention
1: yeah stay home and then we get and then the teachers get hammered i don't (laughs) know about that part no i do (laughs) i've I've been there and uh the kids get to stay home and watch firefly
0: (laughs) yeah because i'm cool uh as always let's pour one out let's pour one
1: out So, let's start with yours. Okay. We don't usually start with mine, but we'll start with yours this time.
0: All right. I have uh, the shindig. Uh, my favorite character, it will be come to as a surprise to pretty much no one, is Kaylee. hmm And so I made a, uh, a the shindig cocktail. It is rimmed with pink sugar, and it's sparkling wine with strawberries and a little bit of uh, the red sugar in it to give it the color Right. It was going to be garnished with a chocolate, because at the end of Shindig, uh, Kaylee is eating, like, bonbons she pilfered from the party. Right. And, uh, but I couldn't get it to stay, so I just ate it, which is what Kaylee would want. Yeah, exactly. And I've got some strawberries in here, because Kaylee loves strawberries. Yeah. We see that in the pilot, and we see it in Shindig.
1: Yes. So, uh, how is it?
0: I'm licking sugar off the side of the glass.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but, like, maybe take a sip. There you go. It tastes like very sweet wine. Very nice. It's lovely. Almost like it's wine with sugar in it. I went in the other direction. Oh, God, you sure did. So I really wanted to go all out because it's Firefly and it's episode 100. So I went all out when I made my mutter's milk.
0: I'm so glad you did this, though.
1: Okay, so this is super earthy. So this is what I did. There's a whole process here. I started by pouring myself a small cup of coffee. Oh, I didn't see you do that. Yes. Uh, Now, if you're a fan of our Twitch stream, uh, I made a promise to do a taste test of a certain type of tea uh, found in uh, Okinawa. So, we tried it and it was very earthy. So, I was like, oh, this is perfect. So, I let the tea steep in the coffee to make it, like, really earthy. Oh, Uh, I then uh, filled up a blender cup with ice, uh, coconut milk, uh, or not coconut
0: milk, I'm sorry, almond milk. Yeah, I was like, I didn't think we We did not have coconut milk. Uh, Almond milk. That scared me because I was like, oh, if you use coconut milk, that means that was very old and you shouldn't (laughs) drink that.
1: Uh, I then poured in some Kahlua because that made sense as like... The alcohol, but it's supposed to be very strong.
0: Yes, 15% alcohol.
1: So I I poured in some straight unflavored vodka. uh, And it's also supposed to be full of like minerals and stuff, right?
0: As much protein, carbs, and vitamins as your grandmother's best turkey dinner.
1: Yes, so I put in some chocolate protein powder and some powdered peanut butter. Okay. And then I added the tea coffee that I had let steep. Put that in, put it in a blender, and... I created something that definitely looks like mutter's milk.
0: It absolutely does. I will say that much. Uh,
1: I then poured it into my Mega Man mug.
0: Yeah, we had a tin, like, authentic-looking yeah, mug from a Comic-Con, though. but we uh, threw it out in the move. So
1: I'm expecting this to be terrible, and if it is, that means I've done it correctly. Yeah. So let's, let's go ahead and have also a
0: Also, if you're slurring by episode oh, three. Oh, yeah.
1: So <laughs> I should also be hammered by the end of this. So get yeah. ready, folks. If I can even stomach this. Uh oh, oh. Should I try it? It's not bad. <laughs> uh, basically, if someone at like a Comic-Con was trying to make something and sell it as mutter's milk, you wouldn't expect, you wouldn't want it to be like super good. But it is, <laughs> but, it's, but it's palatable. Like it's not a milkshake or anything like that, uh, but it's definitely like, it's not like a dessert or anything. It definitely tastes like the way you would want Mutter's milk to taste.
0: That's not bad at all. I actually kind of like it.
1: Yeah, it like like I was saying, like it's not bad. You like, really get the peanut gross, butter. Gross, but it definitely like feels like
0: Mutter's milk. You definitely get the peanut butter. You de- I mostly get the peanut butter to be honest with you. Yeah, it's very peanut buttery. I get a little bit of the coffee. I get a
1: hint of the tea. And like, kind of perfectly, the ice that is is blended in it is like so small that it kind of t- it kind of feels gravelly.
0: Yeah, I think also I might not have had the best because uh, I just had a sip of mine, and since mine is a sugar rim, yeah, I'm getting a lot of sweet off mine, so mine probably was a little tempered by that. Mm. Um, I really like mine. Mine's something I would legitimately drink.
1: Yeah, my, mine is good, but there are so many like extra steps and stuff in it that is something I will probably never have again.
0: So no, like I might special. have this later, exactly, because like, mine is very simple and not very strong. Yes. So I, I want to set up the ground rules for how we watch this.
2: Yes,
1: please do.
0: Uh, because anyone who knows anything about Firefly knows they aired out of order. Right. Um. In Fox is now kind of infamous for this. Uh, It aired out of order. It was preempted. Uh, They really did screw the pooch on this. Okay. We watched it in intended order. Right. So we did start with the pilot. Right. The pilot did not air on Fox until the show had been technically canceled. That's insane. It was the 11th episode to air. Ugh. Uh, Episodes 12, 13, and 14, I believe, did not air on uh, television. They didn't air until the next year on... The UK Sci-Fi Network.
2: Oh my god.
0: They were on the DVDs though, so I was unaware
1: that they didn't... That's so crazy that this show is such a phenomenon and that there was a time where there was this fan base that loved it and knew there were episodes they haven't seen. That must have been maddening.
0: Yeah, and it's something we don't really see anymore Mm -hmm. because of streaming services, when a show is canceled... Most networks will dump the unaired episodes right almost immediately onto whatever their streaming service is. Right. Um, I oh god, I love the show.
2: Yeah. I, I'm
0: like the nostalgia. I, I was worried I would have nostalgia goggles because I I legitimately have not watched the show in several years. I do not have nostalgia goggles. I this show for me so far has held up.
1: Well, there's another rule about this show that we. That you didn't mention. Yes. You were keeping track every time I go. Oh, that's what this is from.
0: Yeah, it was actually way fewer than I thought it would be. Yeah, there
1: was a few. There's a few things that I caught through osmosis. That yes. i like, yeah, I know that Firefly. Uh, but th- there were a few things that completely surprised me. Uh, so let's jump into episode one, which again is intended order. So it is the two-hour pilot.
0: Yep. Yeah, this is the. Uh The first, this is the one you actually, the executive meddling had some points.
1: Yeah. Because you
0: don't love this episode. The
1: the beginning of this scared me. And I was like, oh no, I'm going to be the guy who hates Firefly. Because it starts with a war.
0: Yeah, it starts with... You know, the war against the Alliance, and we we see uh, the Battle of Serenity Valley, mm-hmm. which is essentially known as the battle that loses the war yeah. for the Browncoats.
1: Now, I'm a huge fan of Nathan Fillion. I've been a huge fan of him since uh, Two Guys and a Girl in a Pizza Place. And yet you never saw this show. And yet I never saw Firefly. Yeah, I should mention, uh, this aired on Fridays when I was in high school, so I was watching SmackDown. But I remember thinking. You were watching SmackDown. I
0: was out on the town.
1: But I I remember thinking when I saw, like, commercials and stuff, uh, I was thinking, man, I should probably watch this. Like, this looks like a thing I would love. But I just never got around to doing it. Right. Uh, So when I saw this start and it's this war, I see Nathan Fillion. I go, okay, that's Nathan Fillion. That's Mal. Got it. The other character in this is Zoe. Yes. Which I did not pick up until you told me later. To me, it was just like, okay, it's Nathan Fillion and and chaos I don't understand.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, this is really supposed to establish Mal and Zoe. So, like, the fact that you didn't even get that it was Zoe mm-hmm. kind of shows it didn't do the most efficient job at it. Because there's another character that he, like, yells to. Yeah, like, Bendis. Yeah, like, you're going to be fine. And then he dies. And we like, cannot oh. die because we are so very pretty. We are too pretty for God to let us die. And then he does. Yeah. And we, then it's like, oh, okay, I guess, all right, what's happening? So, it's six years before the main series.
1: Yeah. So, then we jump six years in the future. And they are uh, basically scavenging a ship. This scene super frustrates me. Okay. Because this is basically me looking at this going, I know this is going to be the crew of Firefly. Yeah. This is going to be like the people I need to know. So their first introduction to me, they're in space with glare on their helmets. So I can't see their faces. So I'm like, who are these people? So they're out there and uh, they're, (laughs) well, they're not all out there. Because
0: It's only Mal, Zoe, and Jane Cobb. Yes. Who's a mercenary who's kind of with them.
1: Uh, Wash is still on the ship, and this is the first, oh, that is what this is from. Yes. Which is Wash playing with... This
2: is a fertile land, and we will thrive. We will rule over all this land, and we will call it... This land. I think we should call it your grave. Ah, curse your sudden but inevitable betrayal.
0: Curse your suddenly but inevitable betrayal. That
1: one I already knew was going to be in this show. But then he says something like, uh, you will rule over this land and we will call it this This land. land. And I was like, oh, that's what this is from.
0: And that's a thing I say. Yes. So I think, I'm not sure how much of that you picked up from... You're also, I think, slowly realizing how many things I say mm-hmm. were derived from Firefly 10 years ago and never left my vernacular.
1: <laughs> yes, very true. Uh, the show then starts to immediately uh, win me over because because yes. of that wash scene. But then the next like couple things that I, I saw I really enjoyed. One, I love we're humped yes. as a phrase. And it's a phrase I can't believe I didn't hear more of. Because it's a really good, like, take on we're screwed or we're fucked. Yeah. Uh, we're we're boned. We're boned. That's great. Uh, I love, and this is throughout the whole show, and I super appreciate this, none of the spaceships make noise because they're in space. Yes. There's no or anything. Every explosion in space is silent. And I'm like, yes, I love good sound editing. And there's no sound, which is perfect.
0: And, like, but... Conversely, when Firefly is on planet, there is sound. Yes. So it's not like they just didn't do sound.
1: I, I love that they nail that, and we uh, meet Kaylee. And we meet Kaylee, who I adore. So here's the thing about Kaylee. I immediately. I'm gonna throw a punch you. D- just let me <laughs> let me explain. Let me explain. I immediately don't like her because. <gasps> be, let me explain. I have trouble accepting her as Kaylee because my friend Melissa was a Kaylee cosplayer. So in my brain, that was Kaylee. So when this girl popped up, I was like, that's not Kaylee.
0: Melissa's Kaylee. Uh, When I first saw this show, I was like, I know her. Why do I know her? She's Catalina from Space Cases, uh, which we can't technically do because it did run two seasons. Right. uh, But was a show that only I seem to remember or acknowledge.
1: Yes, this is true. Uh, But back to what I was saying uh, My friend Melissa Actually does look like this actress So it's not so much a I don't accept this It's like this weird Uncanny valley situation
0: She looks just close enough Where I'm just like This just feels wrong (laughs) (laughs) And So we uh, Then there's a theme song Which is the next time You're like Oh I know this Yeah
1: Because I I didn't realize You can't take the sky from me Was from Firefly Because that's a phrase I had heard a few times uh, this theme uh, uh, is right up there with uh, DuckTales in... If we're watching Firefly, we're not skipping the theme song. Because it is great. I believe Whedon wrote the lyrics. He did. Yes. Uh, it's perfect. Like, it, it It tells the story. It's clever. Like, the way they use the word serenity. Uh, yeah. The way they, they say sky. Like, oh, it's great. And it sets up that Western feel. Like, when you think of Buffy, it's that hard guitar. Right. Doo doo, dee, drum set at the end. This completely different feel, perfectly catch- captures the tone. Mm-hmm. Just chef
2: kiss.
0: Oh, God. I, and then uh, the next thing we see right after the main title is we get the establishment of Inara. Yes. And uh, Inara is a living. Testament to executive meddling. Right. Her character exists because Fox wanted, and I quote, a space hooker.
1: Yes. Now, you didn't tell me that for a while, so you just kept saying space hooker. And, and I you was thought just, I was like, being horrible. Was like, how stupid. It's just a hooker. Like, you wouldn't say, like, you know, the space chef or anything like that. Why does he keep saying space hooker? And then once you were like, that was the phrasing used by Fox, so I was like, that sounds like Fox.
0: And her establishing shot is her with a client. Yes. And we don't know a lot about companions yet. And we actually don't know they're called that.
1: Yes. Uh, I hate the scene.
0: Oh, I do too. I hate that she's one of our female leads and her establishing moment is her... Like, underneath a dude we never see again.
1: Yes. It's also shot like Arrested Development. <laughs> like, it's that weird... Handheld, unnecessary zooms,
0: like we're shooting a reality show. Whedon wanted it to have a documentary look. He actually went through great pains to design the sets mm-hmm. so that they could have practical lighting, and uh, they wanted that documentary look. So this is probably one of the clumsiest scenes with it.
2: I, I hate.
1: Like, it goes away later on. But yeah. There was definitely a point where I'm watching this like. I don't think I'm going to be able to enjoy this if they can't keep their fingers off the damn zoom button.
0: <laughs> I love the shot when she leaves her boudoir. Yes. After she kicks out the John. Because um, he tries to take her away from all this and is very, your money's on the table when he leaves. Mm-hmm. Because it's that like, I could take you away from all this that happens to sex workers all the time. And then when she declines, he's very like, Bleh. you suck, you're a whore. Um, and she leaves her boudoir and into a cockpit. And I was like, what a great way to establish her. Yeah. Of, like, we see her transition immediately into who she is. And she's like, okay. And she, she's renting the shuttle of Serenity. There's two shuttles and she rents one from Mal as her, like, workspace, essentially.
1: Yeah, (laughs) as her office.
0: Yes. Um... And so they're on the planet Persephone and they're looking for passengers because it's a way to make quick, easy money. Yes. And we have Book and we see someone who is not Kaylee trying to get Book on a ship. Mm -hmm. And Book is immediately turned off because the guy calls him Grandpa. Yes. And he says, I never married.
1: Yes. Which is suspicious because he says that exact phrase twice. Yes. So I am immediately like, "Ooh, there's something here.
0: I mean, part of it is that we immediately establish once he gets on board that he's a shepherd, which is like a missionary. Yes. And he lived at the abbey. Right. Uh, So he never married. He's essentially a priest. Mm -hmm. We also meet Badger.
1: Badger, I love. He calls himself a businessman. He is wearing a tie and a wife beater. Amazing.
0: (laughs) Um, If you listened to our last episode about Chikara, I joke that Badger is Sonny Defarge.
1: Yes, heavy sunny Defarge feels from him.
0: Uh, Badger was supposed to be played by Joss Whedon. Really? Yeah, and then that would it just have been fun. It just didn't work out with like the scheduling, so they cast another actor. But like, Badger's costume was designed for Whedon, so part of the reason the actor got cast was he fit the costume. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Kaylee and Book meet cute. Yes, and they have like just a cute little like intro to each other, mm-hmm. and. This is, these are the moments that make this show to me. Yeah. Is, I think a lot of shows fall into this trap of characters A, B, and C always interact, characters D, E, and F interact. This immediately sets up, you know, all of the leads will have rapport with each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they have this cute moment and then Book shows, it's very important that Book shows Kaylee something in a box. And Kaylee's like, yeah, you're on the ship. Yeah. It's a little Pulp Fiction-y. But we do find out what's in this box. Yes. Not yet, but we do. But
2: we will. Yeah.
0: Um. And then we also get the other passengers. Simon, who is a doctor from the Alliance. Yeah. And Dobson, who is just kind of this, like, twitchy everyman.
1: Yeah. Lawrence Dobson? Yes. His name is? Yeah.
0: The next thing Noah says is, quote, I don't think Simon and Kaylee end up being friends.
1: All right. I do say that. You do. But you kept saying, whenever Simon was on screen, you kept saying sinister. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, oh, okay, I guess they don't end up being friends.
0: He's intentionally lit, shot, and costumed to look like he's going to be the big yeah. bad.
1: He's got Vash the Stampede glasses on. <laughs> he, he definitely comes off as sinister. But I'm also super distracted by Lawrence because I recognize him from Buffy and I can't figure out who he is. So then we looked it up and he's Ken, the person who tricks homeless teenagers to go to hell.
0: Yes. I was like, oh, he's
1: one of the most evil sons of bitches in Buffy. Uh,
0: so it's very, like, it's very, very funny. Yes. Uh, let's take a break real quick to talk about language. Yes. Because I think
1: the language in this is great, but also confusing. I love uh, Kaylee says there's no way in the verse. Yes. And I love that the fact that because of the change in society, they don't say world anymore. Yeah. They say verse. Great. But they also randomly speak Chinese.
0: Yeah, this is a very uh, strange thing with this show, and it's also very emblematic of this being almost 20 years ago. Uh, the idea behind it was that, like, China and the U.S. become the two major superpowers in Earth that was. Mm-hmm. And when they use up the Earth and start terraforming other planets, uh, it's very East-West, you know, fusion American and Chinese. That's why everybody speaks English. But there's also Mandarin thrown in. Yes, They did try to make the Mandarin authentic. Unfortunately for our incredibly white cast, for the exception of Book, um... Mandarin is really, really dependent on accent and pronunciation. Yes. The whole cast butchers it.
1: I'm not surprised. Uh, I actually had a teacher who spoke Mandarin. And he explained to me that the word for glue is the same as the word for penis. It's just all about inflection. Mm -hmm. And it's a one-syllable word.
0: Yes. So,
1: like, like, the fact that it's just... The same letters, the same word, but how hard you hit it makes it glue or penis really shows how complicated and nuanced this language is. I don't have a great ear for things like this. No. So I'm really glad. We watched this with subtitles on. Yes. Uh, And I'm glad we did because the subtitles just say speaks Chinese. Mm -hmm. If I didn't have that cue to tell me that they're speaking Chinese right then... I would probably get frustrated and be like, wait, what did they just say? Like, it wouldn't recognize they're speaking a different language. I would just think, they just used a word I couldn't hear. Did they mumble? Yeah. Is this like an in-universe thing I don't understand? Because there's lots of like, instead of goddamn, they say "gorum." Yeah. So I, I, the fact that I had the subtitles really helped me enjoy this.
0: Yeah, because a lot of it is them getting around what they can't say on network. Mm-hmm. Um... A lot of the Mandarin is used to express emotion in a way that swearing would, but it is all mostly idiomatic. Okay. Uh, Like, you know, Mother of God and all her wacky nephews or something like that is one of them. Like, they're all very, (laughs) it's not swearing the way you think it is. Okay. So you get the idea that they're kind of like idioms that have been passed down. Yes. Um, We also establish Inara's relationships with the rest of the crew as we kind of get everybody on board for the pilot. Yes. Uh, we get that Inara and Kaylee have a very familiar, friendly relationship. So, like yes. Inara is part of the crew, kind yes. of. Uh, Inara and Mal have a very uh, antagonistic relationship. Mal does not approve of Inara's line of work, mm-hmm. even though not only is prostitution legal, um, Inara has a certain level of prestige to her in I love that she this. she's actually introduced as the ambassador to mm-hmm. Book. And Book mistakes her for a, like, state figure until he realizes she's a companion when Mal calls her a whore. Yes. Um, We kind of get this, we find out what's in the box. Book has given Kaylee strawberries. Yes. And since Book lived on the Abbey and he had fresh food, his, like, first impression of everybody is he brings fresh food. Mm -hmm. Because fresh food's at a huge premium.
2: Yes. This
1: is something I don't catch until later. Yeah, but yeah, this is this is very cool the way that they they pulled this off.
0: So they like eat a nice meal together that Jane kind of ruins because Jane throws a giant spotlight in the fact that Kaylee is somewhat attracted to Simon. Yeah, and he's a giant jerk over it, and I'm surprised what he can say, being that it was network television because he says, "Little
2: Kaylee here just wishes you was a gynecologist." <laughs> Jane, you'll keep a civil tongue in that mouth or I will sew so it shut. Is there an understanding between us? You don't pay me to talk pretty. Just because Kaylee gets lubed up over some big city day. Walk away from mean- this table.
0: Yeah. I was like, yo. <laughs> and I guess if you were arguing with a censor, you would just argue that like, she's the mechanic. Yeah. You know, lube, like for an engine.
2: Yeah,
1: keep your head out of the gutter. Censor.
0: Yeah, so I'm guessing that's kind of the plan. And then we get a really good scene with Book and Inara. Again, like, I want to hit these character scenes. Yes. Book and Inara... Book brings Inara dinner because she doesn't join them for dinner. Because she's, like, been embarrassed by Mal. And they have, like, a really nice, um, like, rapport where he, like, doesn't approve of her line of work... But that doesn't mean he doesn't like her. Right. So I I love these moments where we start to see the characters' relationships building.
1: Yes. And there's one relationship I think we need to bring up because it's very important, and that's uh, Wash and Zoe are married. Yes. Which is great
0: to see. Yeah, it's amazing, and uh, the networks tried to fight it.
1: I'm not surprised.
0: Um, Joss Whedon thought it was extremely important that Wash and Zoe be married at the beginning.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, he didn't want the relationship to develop over time. Uh, he wanted to have a couple be married. And I think this is a very adult way of looking at a relationship. Mm-hmm. Because it's very easy to do the meet-cute, the courtship, the tension. It's a lot more difficult to show the sustained relationship. Yes,
1: and... There are moments where it seems a little strained Mm -hmm. in that, like, in terms of, like, manliness, Mal has it all over Wash. And there are many times where Wash says something like, I understand he's the captain, but I'm your husband. And there is, like, a bit of an imbalance uh, between the relationships between Zoe and Wash and Zoe and uh, Mal. Uh, But, like... It's not a sticking point. It's just kind of realistic. I loved it.
0: Yeah, and I mean, if we're saying that like Mal has a lot more of stereotypical masculinity on wash. Mm-hmm. Zoe has more stereotypical masculinity than wash.
1: If Zoe looking, has more masculinity than Mal.
0: <laughs> yeah, like if you're looking at the stereotypical traits of masculinity versus femininity, uh, Zoe is definitely. You would say she wears the pants in the relationship between her and Wash. Yeah. And often kind of seems to wear the pants between her and Mal. Yes. Even though Mal's the captain.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Loved it. It's amazing character work here. Amazing.
0: Uh, The ship, one of the things I really love about Firefly and Serenity is that the ship, they clearly know what the ship looks like inside and out, and it's Mm. consistent, and everything matters. Yes. Uh, We don't have the Star Trek... The ship is giant, there's 500 million everything. Yeah, we
1: can have a set for anything that we need.
0: Yeah, like, there's not...
1: We even have one of those hollow decks, so it can just be anything.
0: Yeah, like, everybody has... There's passenger quarters, mm-hmm. which makes sense for them to have, because they... But there's also, like, Inara's room is the shuttle. Kaylee's room we see established in a hallway. Because there's, like, a little, like, hand-drawn Kaylee's room! Yeah.
1: God, just the details in this are so
2: good.
0: So there's a very good consistency to the design of the ship. Yes. And now we get to the main plot of this episode, probably like an hour in. Mm-hmm. Um
1: Yeah, because it should be mentioned that the first the, the pilot's a two hour
0: yes. premiere.
1: Which is insane to think that this did not air first. But anyway.
0: We find out there's a mole on board who's signaling the alliance. Yes. Um which Uh, Reynolds is not thrilled about because Reynolds has some stolen goods from Badger. Yes. And it's. You really are set up to believe it's Simon.
2: Yes.
1: Because
0: he's so sketchy. Mm hmm. It's not.
1: It's not. It turns out it's Lawrence who then pulls a gun to arrest Simon.
0: Because Simon's a fugitive.
1: (laughs) Simon's a fugitive, and it's great watching Malcolm put his hands up because he thinks he's caught and he goes, oh, the doctor. Yes, is there like a reward? <laughs> like the, the watch him snap like that. Uh, neither feeling's the best.
0: <laughs> and then Dobson is a twitchy, like he's a bad twitchy cop. Yeah. He's startled and shoots Kaylee. Yes. And you at this point don't know what happens.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like Kaylee gets shot, uh like I'm completely thrown through a loop. The, the amount of times this show is still able to successfully surprise me, yeah great.
0: And I also feel like the more you know about the verse the more you're like, oh, Kaylee's in the main title and they're going to kill her. He wanted to do this with Buffy and couldn't. Yes. So, like, you actually, at this point, kind of believe Kaylee could be dead at the end of the episode.
3: Yeah.
1: Well, not yet, but I do later. Uh, because uh, we have this kind of confrontation where they arrest... Uh, arrest is a weird word, but they they subdue uh, Lawrence. Yes. And Jane, who we haven't really talked about. Yeah. uh, Is in charge of the interrogation. Yes. And uh, Lawrence tries to, like, bribe him. And we force the doctor to show what he's carrying.
0: We we missed a big thing here with Simon. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Simon... Leverages helping Kaylee.
1: Oh, yes, because he's a doctor.
0: Uh, he kind of does the like, I will only help her if you do not go back to Persephone. Right. And Zoe gives the command to wash, to turn around. Simon has started moving before Zoe finishes the sentence. So you really kind of get the impression that Simon was never really going to let her die.
1: Yeah. He's just trying to do what he can because of his situation. Yes. Which we find out uh, he is transporting in like a little frozen box.
0: In a cryo box. Mm -hmm. A naked young woman. A
1: naked young woman who is his sister, River.
0: Yes. uh,
1: Who is unbelievably gifted and was sent to some sort of alliance facility where tests were done. But no one really knows. What happened? Uh, right. So a lot of cool mystery there.
0: So Dobson tempts Jane. And Jane kind of unties him. Yeah. And then Dobson beats the cinnamon toast crap out of book.
2: Yes. So, up, like, so upsettingly.
0: Yeah. Like, like very fisticuffs. It's not like space lasers or anything like there's nothing funny or madcap about it yeah, because
1: he knocks him out, and then, like there's a moment where he has like a beat, and then he hits him two more times. Yes, uh, it reminds me here's a weird pull. It reminds me when uh, Noah stabs Joaquin Phoenix in the village, where like the first one happens out of nowhere, and then you watch him choose to do it again, you're like, oh, screw you, Yeah. So I'm immediately like, I hate this guy.
0: <laughs> so now like, not if, book. If you have nine people on the ship besides Dobson, Dobson has, in, like, directly harmed two of them. Yes. And we get they're they're on the planet Patience. They have like an emergency landing on this planet. Yes. And there is a confrontation, and this time Zoe is shot. Because they're trying to deliver the goods.
1: Yes, which we don't know what they are, but they're trying to deliver them, but they have a alliance branding on them.
0: Yes, which makes them hard to move. Yes. And Zoe is shot in the interim, and they finally, like, Zoe is laying there, and they win, ultimately because, like, she shoots the horse, and oh. the horse flies. Falls on on the buyer who is trying to screw them over.
1: What an amazing moment. Because basically this deal goes south. uh, And I think we need to talk a little bit more about this deal that goes down. Yes. Because it's someone that Malcolm has experienced before. And every time they bring her up, someone on the crew goes, didn't she shoot you? Yeah. So like everyone's ready for this to go south. So they have Jane positioned up
0: top of like a
1: mountain watching down on them.
0: Jane takes out a gunner. Like there's a sniper that Patience has put up there Mm -hmm. that Jane drags off camera and then takes his place. It's very funny.
1: And then when it goes south, everyone kind of dives for cover and one guy hides behind his horse and they just shoot the horse and it falls on him. And like, that was incredible to me. That, that, because like I had never seen that before, but of course, a horse. Like, why had I never seen that before? So, I have a note here that just says,
0: He shot the fucking horse. Uh, my note says, No shoot horse.
1: I thought it was incredible. Like, uh, I thought it was super incredible. I'm almost sure it was Malcolm that shot it.
0: It might have been. I thought it was Zoe from the ground.
1: I think it's a beautiful, like, anti hero moment. Like, yeah. I need to keep my crew safe. I really don't care about this horse. Yeah. Incredible. Uh, one thing I, we really need to talk about that we move past, mm-hmm. uh, I, they make this landing and stuff after avoiding the Reapers.
0: The Reavers.
1: I'm sorry, the Reavers. Yes. The Reavers, so far from what I've seen, are one of the greatest boogeymen's I've ever heard. Yes. Uh, because we don't see them. They just kind of go by this ship. And they're like, if this ship decides to follow us, we're screwed. Yes. And Simon asked Zoe, like... What happens if they board us?
3: If they take the ship, they'll rape us to death, eat our flesh, and sew our skins into their clothing. And if we're very, very lucky, they'll do it in that order. What,
1: like... That is such a harsh sentence for, like, what this show was. Chills. I was just like, oh the most horrible thing imaginable
0: ooh yes
1: like very effective very well done uh also before the horse's show uh there's a confrontation between Simon and Mao where uh Simon's like trying to be apologetic for the the pain he's brought upon the ship and Mao says something like you should be sorry Kaylee's dead oh my god
0: i forgot about this part
1: <laughs> and cuz this is where i'm like Wow, was Kaylee was really cool. I could totally believe that she only appears in this one episode and she has this giant fan base.
0: Yeah, especially when you consider that Firefly's only 14 episodes.
1: Yeah. So Simon runs to the infirmary to check on her. Hello? And, and she like very Kaylee smiles and waves. And Simon goes, he's psychotic. And then it cuts
0: to the crew laughing their ass off. Well, it cuts to, like, Wash, Jane, and Zoe. And then Wash <laughs> looks at Mal and goes, you're psychotic. God, They use the exact same phrase. Yes. Like, the, the world that's being created here
1: is beautiful. I love this.
0: Uh, So, they do ultimately get rid of Dobson. Mal shoots him in cold blood while he takes a hostage. Well,
1: we really got to talk about this moment. cause Right. It's a standoff. We just we got six more to get there. I know, but it's a standoff between Jane and everybody. So it's like a very like intense moment where he's holding River hostage, I believe. Yes. Uh and Mounts comes in and shoots him like he's Indiana Jones. Yep. Uh I applauded. <laughs> like I love this. Uh so that's the the movie, <laughs> the uh 2-hour premiere.
0: And it's one of those things, Dobson, Whedon has confirmed that Dobson beats Book the way he does so that you have no qualms about Mal having shot a cop in the face. Yeah. Like you, him shooting Kaylee and Book, is it meant to push him over that moral event horizon so that the audience is like, yeah, no, Dobson sucks, kill him.
1: Uh, so then uh, he convinces Simon and River basically to stay on the ship. Yeah. As will Book the Shepherd. Yeah. Uh, So they become, like, the crew.
0: Yeah, and, like, Book is just, like, weirdly cool with a lot of stuff. Like, he's just a very chill dude. So, episode two aired first.
1: Okay, this is the train scene.
0: The train job, yes. The train job, yes. And the train job, uh, Fox demanded a more action-packed pilot. Mm -hmm. So what's more, like, classic Western than a train heist?
1: Exactly. I I forget how this uh, episode starts, but I have a note here that says, Back to the Future 2.
0: Um... (laughs) I don't
1: remember what this was, but...
0: They're in a bar, and it's Unification Day, which is the anniversary of the Alliance winning the war. Yes. Um, and Mal always seems to find himself in an Alliance sympathizing bar on Unification Day. So he gets in a bar fight. Yes. Um... So that's really like most of this cold open is them just starting and getting into a bar fight. Yes. And Zoe's just like, God. Always, always with this. Yeah. So this is kind of this like, this is the space western. This episode really solidifies Firefly as space western. Yes. It's a train heist with a spaceship.
1: Yes. Uh, they they basically get this job from this man who, what an amazing character this this character that we never see again is. Uh, I, free, I, I thought Miska. I was, Miska, which I was like, is his name Pig Latin? But they established this, like, I don't like people who talk. And he's like, can I trust you, uh, Malcolm? And he's like, yeah, you can trust me. He's like, okay, well, here's the last guy
2: that...
0: Uh, and the guy's strung up like dying and it's his wife's nephew (laughs) he's hung upside down and they're taking like a hacksaw to him and he's
1: like what a mess it's my nephew like incredible evil so good oh
0: he goes it's my wife's nephew I'll be hearing about this at dinner like so amazing like I'll be hearing about this at dinner like he accidentally picked her rosebush or something. Yeah. Like like he just vaguely inconvenienced her.
1: The the time and care to the amazing character work for this character that is on screen for maybe five minutes, uh, oh, gives me chills.
0: Uh so, you know, we find out they're doing the heist, mm-hmm. and Mal and Zoe are on the train, and the plan is that Jane's gonna drop onto the train and get the get the stuff and be like airlifted back into Serenity by Kaylee. Uh But there's alliance on the train. Yes. And Zoe's like, okay, let's not do this. And Mal's like, no, we could embarrass the alliance. It makes it more fun. I do this for free. Well, can I have your share then? No. If you die, can I have your share? Yes. (laughs) So it's, it's very funny. And we get the... We get the heist. The heist is so secondary to this episode. Yes. It's, the heist itself is actually kind of over pretty quickly.
1: Yes. Uh, we get a shout-out, because we keep quoting it, the moment between Kaylee and Simon, where Simon's like, what's that for? And Kaylee's like, crimes.
0: Crimes! Crimes! <laughs> like, how interesting. <laughs> uh, I-, I love this because I watching this, I was like, oh... I identified with Kaylee so much as a teenager. Mm-hmm. And now the older I get, Simon's character work is so much more in line with who I've grown up into. Mm-hmm. Like, I could totally see myself going, crimes! Yes. And we keep doing that around the house right now. Yeah,
1: crimes. Uh, so they are successful in pulling off the job, however, uh, not enough that it goes unnoticed. So now everyone's getting questioned.
0: Yeah, they stop at the next town. And uh, Zoe and Mal pose as a married couple. Mm -hmm. And they're looking, they're poor, they're looking for work. Mal's cover story starts to kind of blow up. He mentions someone specifically Mm -hmm. who turns out to not only be dead, but have been dead for a few months. (laughs) This was great.
1: He he was trying to get a job from this person. And then the sheriff is like, You know that he ate his own gun. And Malcolm goes, so his job is open. So funny.
0: <laughs> and but what's important is we find out the stolen cargo is medicine that is uh meant to treat this like horrible black lung type disease that people get in the mines of this planet and the sheriff even hasn't he's never set foot in the mine like everybody on the planet has yes. it. Yes. And Mal and Zoe have a crisis of conscience.
1: Yes, because they didn't know that's what they were stealing.
0: Yeah, they kind of thought they were just stealing whatever. Mm -hmm. Something that belonged to the Alliance. And on the ship, Jane and the rest of the crew are fighting because Jane wants to leave Mal and Zoe behind. Yeah. And finish the job. And Watch is like, no, that's my wife. So they kind of have this argument. Yeah. And this is the first time we kind of see Jane, like, we've established that Jane could turn on the crew. Yes. We established that in the pilot.
1: Yeah, this is something that we forgot to say. Uh, Malcolm asked Jane, like, I know that he offered you a bribe. Why didn't you take it? And he's like, it wasn't enough money. And Malcolm says, what happens the day when it is? And Jane says, it'll be a very interesting day. I reckon it will. Which is super interesting in that we open the show with "Curse You and Your Sudden But Inevitable, inevitable betrayal. betrayal. So it's very much setting up like the day will come where Jane turns on the crew. Yeah. It's just not today.
0: And it almost seems like it's going to be immediately.
1: Like what an elephant to keep in the room at all times.
0: Uh, Simon drugs Jane.
1: Oh yeah, because he's an asshole.
0: yeah. So Simon drugs Jane, and this is also this moment where you see Simon's loyalties beginning to come out. Of, like, Simon, Ma- Mal has taken him in. Simon is better off if they, they keep running. Yeah. Simon is always better off if they keep moving at all times.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: But Mal has taken him in, so he's returning the favor. Yes. Uh, we also get... We now know that Inara is a companion, and she's a registered companion, which has a certain level of prestige. It's more like uh, a geisha. Yes,
1: I love this whole idea that the whores, in quotes, of the galaxy have this power.
0: Yeah, such she's, a
1: cool idea.
0: And she's a sex worker, but we don't like. She doesn't have any kind of stigma attached. In a couple episodes, we see her taken to a party. Everyone knows she's a companion, mm-hmm. but it is a prestige to have her.
1: Yeah, it's like, ooh, you were able to get a very fancy companion.
0: <laughs> so uh they have the Wash comes up with a plan and Inara arrives at the police station and this is like a little backwoods planet. Mm-hmm. Everyone has never seen a real companion before. Mm-hmm. This is very, uh, this is like if we were walking down the street and then like an actual princess comes in. <laughs> yeah. Or like if we were walking our dog and then like a senator is yeah. just kind of kicking it nearby. Mm-hmm. And she kind of makes a deal that she's like, this is my indentured man. He has two years left. And the sheriff lets him go. Yeah. Because Anara, who is higher in rank, Socially mm-hmm. is like, "No, no, no, this is my servant. This is all a mistake. I'm sorry." And the sheriff is like, "Uh-huh, yeah. you're hot. Like yeah.
1: Take your peoples."
0: But now that Mal and Zoe know what the cargo is, they cannot, in good conscience, take it. Mm-hmm. So they are planning to refund Niska, the money he has given them, and return. The medicine because they're like we can't this is not okay there is a great sequence with niska's main henchman crow who is like a big scary man yes
1: now this is all the money niska gave us in advance you bring it back to him tell him the job didn't work out we're not thieves but we are thieves point is we're not taking what's his Now, we'll stay out of his way as best we can from here on in. You explain that's best for everyone, okay?
2: Keep the money. Use it to buy a funeral. It doesn't matter where you go or how far you fly. I will hunt
3: you down. And the last thing you see will be my blade.
1: So Malcolm just kicks him into the engine. (laughs) And then (coughs) just another guy it starts the speech over again now this is all the money niska gave us in advance
0: let's speak for everyone i'm right there with you (laughs) and it's (laughs) incredible and it's great because it's so realistic too Mm. like after you've just seen someone else get kicked into a jet engine you're like i'm not gonna do this like goodbye (laughs) and they return the uh they return the medicine and the sheriff
3: You were truthful back in town. These are tough times. A man can get a job. He might not look too close at what that job is. But a man learns all the details of a situation like ours. Well, then he has a choice. I don't believe he does. Mm
0: They establish... Nothing is missing. Yeah. Like the cast, the, the crew of the Serenity takes nothing from them Mm-hmm. and kind of goes like, you were, you were telling the truth. You were looking for a job. Yeah. You didn't ask too much what that job was and you did the right thing. Yeah.
1: We're square.
0: Yeah. They, so <laughs> they just
1: separate like admirably.
0: And so then we kind of have the, like the Mal, like. We're now seeing that Mal has a certain personal moral code. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really interesting because we have, they're essentially space outlaws. Yeah. They're smugglers. This is a whole cast of Han solos. Mm -hmm. But like that smuggler with a heart of gold thing of like, you know, they don't have any problem doing Robin Hood stuff. But this doesn't feel good.
1: Uh, Yeah. So that's episode two.
0: All right, the next episode was, in fact, the next episode to air, believe it or not. Uh, I have to say that because they did air madly out of order. Right. So, uh, the next episode is the next one that airs, and it's the episode title is Bushwhacked.
1: Yes. We, We open with a strange game of basketball. Yes. Which I wanted to say here, like, there are many times throughout the show I'm like, this is a license to print money. Because... Had this show been supported, you would be able to go to a convention and play this game like you would play Quidditch at a Harry Potter convention.
0: Yeah. it It's called Spaceball mm-hmm. based on the soundtrack. Okay. <laughs> uh, but nobody knows the rules. Unlike Quidditch, which has rules, uh, Simon is watching and Simon tells the audience, like, they're not playing by any rules I can decipher.
1: Right, but what I'm saying is, like, had you supported this show, there would have been a book about it. Yeah. Like, had this show been supported, you would have made the merch that had the rules to this game.
0: Oh, God, do you think there are not books? There's, like, so many companion books. Oh, I line.
1: know that, but what I'm saying is, like, it ha- this show has all the elements to be a phenomenon. Oh, yeah. Except for support from the network it's on. Yes, and like I see that every moment, of this is like Fox. You're just you're just
0: stupid. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you're just stupid.
0: So uh, they they realize they're getting too close to another ship, and Wash runs up to the cockpit. He was playing Jiggly Ball too, mm-hmm. and then a human strikes the cockpit.
1: Yeah, which makes me think of uh, Hitchhiker's Guide. Yes. Because the act of hitting uh, something as small as a human being in space is unbelievably improbable. Yes. So, like, that would have uh, activated the improbability drive on... uh, Oh, I can't remember the ship now. Damn it. That would have been a good reference. (laughs) In any case, (laughs) uh, they find the ship and they're like, let's get on this ship and uh, see if there's any supplies. There's no survivors. Yeah, like,
0: we'll see if there's survivors. If there's no survivors, maybe they left some stuff. Yes.
1: So they get on the ship and the first thing... That they show is a red balloon. And I was like, Pennywise?
0: Yeah, I think you and I kept going, you'll float too.
1: Which is weird because like, I mean, It was around. Yeah. But like, we're almost directly between the two It movies
0: we in are, the timeline. I think we are like actually directly between the two. <laughs> it is as
1: furthest away Give or take from the It years, as yeah. possible.
0: <laughs> um, and they're, they're kind of like... They're in the middle of... The passengers were in the middle of a meal. Mm -hmm. Like, there's food still out. And they're kind of, like, concerned. And then they realize that there's bodies hanging from the ceiling. Yes. And they realize it... And, like, Mal and Zoe are like, oh, poopy, it's Reavers.
1: It's Reavers. We have to get out of here. Uh, I have a note here that just says feet.
0: Yes. um, Because another thing we see is... Jane kind of bullies Simon about coming on board. Right. And, like, scares Simon with being in space. And there's a point where River hears screams from the ship. Because we haven't done a lot with River yet.
1: Yeah, River's a, a bit of an enigma.
0: And she's barefoot. Yes. Because I make a joke of, like, oh, Quentin Tarantino presents Firefly. hmm So, like, Simon is in, like, 80 spacesuits. Mm-hmm. And... River is in a dress and barefoot. Yeah, so that that's probably why you have that note. And somebody attacks Jane on yes. the ship because Jane is just hunt like Jane is eating because he's yeah. eating whatever he found. Took something off the top because we find out it's a passenger ship for colonis- colonists. Yes, it's like five or six families on a ship trying to get to a planet that they're planning mm-hmm. to live on.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: This is, so there's a lot of supplies. There's a lot of uh, protein bars. And one of those protein bars will feed a family of four for a week. Mm. Two, if you don't like the kids that much. Yeah. Um, and they find the sole survivor.
1: Yes. And it's kind of a jump scare. Yes. And then you turned to me and went, I don't like this episode.
0: I didn't say I don't like this episode. I said this was not my favorite episode. I
1: don't think I liked this one. It was okay. It's the exact quote. <laughs> I wrote it down. I don't think I liked this one.
0: I didn't like this one. This was my least favorite because this... This was the horror episode out of the first half. Yeah. Um,
1: they then uh, find this guy that attacked Jane. And yes. Jane calls him a giant. <laughs> and then they find him. And he's small. And uh, Simon's like, So this is your giant. And Jane says, He looked bigger when I couldn't see him. Yes. An amazing line. So good.
0: Jane's a really fun character. And they're, they're trying to keep a minimum of how much they're talking about the Reavers. And I loved that Zoe has this line where she's kind of hushing Mal and Jane. She goes, you'll scare the women. Mm-hmm. And she clearly means Kaylee and Inara. Yeah. But I love the line that it's Zoe saying, you'll scare the women. Mm-hmm. Like she's not part of that group. Yeah. Because she sees herself as a warrior first and not as, uh, not as a woman.
1: Uh, so while all these shenanigans are going on, they they take this survivor and they bring him to the infirmary and they try to take care of him. And they get boarded by the Alliance.
0: Yes. So they have to hide Simon and River.
1: Yes. Uh, and the best place to hide them is they actually throw them in spacesuits and put them under the ship. Yes. Which is interesting because earlier Jane said something about under the ship is space trash like you and your sister. Which yes. I was like, that is a great callback. Very well done.
0: And we also get a really solid character moment with Simon and River. hmm Of River looking out at the stars enwrapped and smiling. And we, I think this is one of the first times we've seen River really smile. hmm And Simon, meanwhile, clinging to the ship like, hate it, hate it, yeah. hate it.
1: It's terrifying. Uh,
0: but they, they also bring the survivor to the Alliance ship. And the Alliance is planning to charge the cap- the crew of the Serenity with the murder of everyone on board. Well, I,
1: I believe they try to bring the survivor onto the Alliance
0: ship. No, he gets on. He kills their medical staff.
1: Right. I thought he killed them on the Serenity because they go hunt for him in the Serenity and they bring Malcolm with them.
0: That's later. Oh, okay. I he, guess
1: he gets back on the ship. Yeah. He okay. kills
0: their medical staff and then pieces out.
1: Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha.
0: Because he takes a knife. And he's killed a bunch of people. And Mal says, "I know where he is."
1: Yeah. Basically, the idea is he's insane now because of what he, what the Reavers forced him to watch.
0: Yeah. He lost his mind watching Uh, the people he's been living with for however long. Yeah. All raped, tortured, murdered. Yes.
1: Uh, Real quick, shout out to the interrogation scene where none of the crew sells out River and Simon, and they're all just like wonderful. Like, it's nothing but Wash describing how attractive his wife
0: is? (laughs) What's important here (laughs) is when they're interviewing Zoe, she's extremely uh, private about her marriage. She's like,
1: Is there any particular reason you don't wish to discuss your marriage?
3: Don't see that it's any of your business is all. We're very private people.
1: The legs. Oh, yeah. I definitely have to say it was her legs. You can put that down. Her legs and right where her legs meet her back. That actually, that whole area. That and and above it. It's amazing.
0: And then just Jane, silently, malevolently staring at the Alliance guy. Yeah,
1: he's dead silent. And then they cut back to him later, still just staring. So good, like the editing's good, the delivery's good, everything about the scene's good.
0: It's like Kaylee going on about the ship. Yeah. And the guy's just like, "Uh uh-huh. So everyone is perfectly in character Mm -hmm. and not a single one of them sells out Simon and River so uh Mal finds and inevitably has to kill uh the survivor
1: yes it's great because they they know the the alliance knows the situation they're in, so they know they need Malcolm, but they keep him handcuffed, yeah, and there is a great moment where like they force Malcolm to take the lead. he takes a few steps and steps into a hallway and looks to the right, and Simon and River are just standing there, hmm. Hey. So he turns around and he knows, like, he has three seconds mm-hmm. to convince the Alliance not to go where he's standing. Mm-hmm. And you know he's going to try. Yeah. But before he can say anything, this dewdrop jumps out and stabs somebody. Yeah. And Malcolm's able to save the day. And that's enough to earn the trust of the Alliance. And they let him go.
0: They let him go. They do take all the stuff.
1: Yeah. <laughs> all the pilfered stuff. They, they,
0: took all, they take all the cargo. Uh, but it's it's a really good establishing episode of the horror elements yes. of this world. So good. The next so episode is good. The next episode is my favorite episode, and this is the least space drama. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the shindig episode. Yes. Uh, so we we open in a dive bar again because we're you know the classic western saloon. Mm-hmm. And Mal and Jane are playing pool. We find out that the people they're playing with are slave traders. Mm-hmm. So Mal pickpockets them. Yes. And gives the money to Inara to hide. Yes. And so it's like this whole like cold open of just them starting another bar fight. Mm-hmm. We've had four episodes, two of which the cold open has been a bar fight. Yes. And... We're going back to Persephone to pick up some supplies. Persephone's where they picked up Simon, River, and Book. And Inara is like, hmm, I'm going to go with this repeat customer who wants me to escort him to a formal. Yes. Uh, a shindig, if you will. Mm-hmm. Atherton Wing. And she's like getting ready for her big date with Atherton.
1: Uh, I'd like to just real quick point out. That uh, there's a whole thing about the word shindig and Buffy. Yeah. Where it's like they're talking about how they're going to throw a party for Buffy.
0: Oh, yeah. And they're
1: like, we should figure out what kind of deal this is. I mean, is it a gathering, a shindig, or a hoot nanny?
0: What's the difference?
1: Well, gathering is Brie, mellow song stylings, shindig, dip, <laughs> less mellow song stylings, perhaps a large amount of malt beverage, and hoot nanny. Well, it's chock full of hoot, just a little bit of nanny.
0: That's Oz, isn't it?
1: Yeah, that's an Oz. Lady. Yeah,
0: I was gonna say, i i haven't seen a lot of Buffy, but yet knew that was Oz <laughs> somehow. Um, so we're on Persephone, and Kaylee sees this gigantic pink cupcake dress, mm-hmm. and she falls in love with it. But there's no—she's a mechanic on a ship. There's not really a reason Mm -hmm. for her to own a dress like this. And Mal kind of, like, shits on her for it.
1: Yeah, she said she'd look like a sheep walking on her hind legs in that.
0: Yeah, like, really insulting to Kaylee. And this is kind of a theme for poor Kaylee throughout the series of, because of who she is, there's a lot of, like, undercutting her as a woman or Mm -hmm. as a girl. And... Malcolm does it this time. It's usually Simon who does this to her.
1: Yeah. I also really like uh, Zoe's looking at some dresses. She's like, I'd like a slinky dress. And Wash is like, oh, you want a slinky dress? I'll buy a slinky dress. Captain, can I have some money to buy my wife a slinky dress? Which really, again, shows that weird, like, out-of-sync dynamic. Yes. But it's very playful and fun.
0: Um, so Mal is going to get this client yes. who's supposed to be at this ball. And so he needs to look respectable. So he can he cons Badger out of the money, buys Kaylee the dress so that Kaylee can escort him to the ball, yes, because he needs to have a date. He can't just show up as like a scamp,
1: yes. So and just like um that one episode of the office, there's a guy who announces you when you walk in. Yes. So when Anari shows up, it's I forget the the guy's name. And Inari is what they're... Atherton
0: and Wing and Inara.
1: Inara, excuse me. Uh, but when Kaylee and Malcolm show up, it's Kaylee and Guest.
0: It's Miss Kay when it's Lee Fry and Escort. And, <laughs> yeah.
1: Like Malcolm doesn't even get his name said, which is so funny to me.
0: And this party scene is great. Yes. I love this scene. It's cute. We we do get like intercut with the rest of the ship. Uh, Zoe and Wash are taking their shore leave on the ship, Mm -hmm. just doing it. Mm -hmm. Like, they're really, all they're doing is having sex during this. Right. And then we kind of have, like, Book, uh, Simon, and River aren't really in this episode.
1: No. Uh, I, I do want to say real quick that there is one scene with Book and Simon and Jane playing a card game. Yes. And this was another moment where I'm like, oh my God, this is a license to print money. You support this show and then you sell that card
0: game. Like, How did Fox not see the gold mine that they were sitting on? Oh, that's right. River is, sorry, I went further down in my notes. River is in this episode, but not until later. Right. Uh, They're playing Tall Card.
1: Tall Card, yes. Plum is tall.
0: Uh, Tall Card was defictionalized 13 years after the show aired.
1: See, like, the market was, is there. It continued to be there 13 years later. I'm not saying it made, like, millions. But the fact that you could make it, sell it, and make a profit really shows, man, if you push this show, the money you could have made in toys alone.
0: Yeah. I mean, they did merchandise the crap out of the show later. So they're at the ball, and there's a few really good moments of Kaylee gets bullied by the other women at the ball. Because yeah. she bought her dress from a store. There's a great line where, like, Kaylee's being bullied. And then this man comes up and goes...
2: Why, Banning Miller, what a vision you
1: are in your fine dress. It must have taken a dozen slaves a dozen days to get you into that up! Of course, your daddy tells me it takes the space of a schoolboy's wink to get you out of it again. What an insult.
0: <laughs> and he kind of, like, takes Kaylee away from them. And the next time we see Kaylee, one, she is raiding the buffet. Yes. And two, she's surrounded by men talking about engines. Yeah. And kind of like, they're like, well, I like this ship. She's like, it's the same as last year's model. They just painted over it.
1: In my opinion, this is Josh Whedon unknowingly shitting all over Michael Bay. Yeah. Because the cool mechanic girl is like a trope played by Megan Fox a hundred times in a Michael Bay movie. Yeah. None of them are as good as Kaylee. Yeah, like this isn't done right, where it's not dripping sexuality. It is a girl who is smart, wonderful, and approachable.
0: And she's a dweeb. Yeah, like she, she does not know or care what any of these men look like. She is not thinking of having sex with any no. of these men. She is just like engines. I like these. Mm. And so she's having a great time, stealing everything that's not nailed down. Yes. Uh, A man asks her to dance, and the older man who has taken her away from the Mean Girls is like, no, 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 we're talking. We are
1: talking here about
0: spaceships. And during this, uh, Mal, it's the same party that Inara and Atherton Wing are at. And Inara is not happy to see Mal in the least. No. Because it's like, oh my god, My high school friend showed up to a party my college friends are at. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's more of like, I'm at work. Yeah. Like, come on. And uh, he is approached by them. I want to point out that Mal does not approach Inara. Right. Like, he's kind of just willing to, like, live and let live in this situation. And then he gets into a fight with Atherton Wing. And kind of, like, pushes Wing into essentially calling Inara a whore. Yes. Saying like, I money changed hands, she's mine for the night. Mm-hmm. When uh, Mal says like, she don't belong to nobody. Yes. And
1: she, he is trying to convince her to stay with him. Like give up being a companion.
0: Yes. Wing wants her to be his permanent personal companion.
1: Yes. Uh, so Malcolm cuts in and dances with her. And... This it,
0: dance scene is very funny because Mal was supposed to be terrible. But they went over the choreography so many times, Fillion picked it up.
1: Oh, really? So
0: that's why you have that weird looped dialogue of, oh, this dance I know.
1: Oh, they had to insert it in there because he was good at it?
0: Because they had to go over it so many times to get the rest of the dancers to know the choreography, that Fillion picked it up.
1: That's crazy.
0: And they eventually end up uh, getting into such an argument that Mal punches Atherton Wing right in the face. Yeah. And that turns out to be the challenge of a duel. Mm-hmm. And the older gentleman that Mal needed to make contact with is like, hoo, a duel. I'll be your second. This will be fun. Yes. Uh, because the older guy hates Atherton wing. So by rearranging wings face, Mal has somewhat curried his favor. Yes. So if Mal doesn't lose the duel, they'll get uh, this man's business. Overnight, uh, Mal is put up in a hotel suite so he can't run because the duel isn't Dawn. Because, right. you know, Weehawken, Dawn, guns drawn.
2: Yeah. But,
1: but
0: it's, it's a sword fight.
2: swords.
0: Uh, which Mal is like, oh no. Inara sneaks out and starts to help Mal. Yes. Uh, but then they kind of have another fight over him trying to defend her honor and he doesn't want her to stay with Wing permanently. Mm-hmm. Because there is an attraction between Inara and Mal. Like, it's this very classic slap-slap-kiss kind of thing.
2: Yes.
1: Of, like,
0: they don't like each other, but they need each other.
2: Yeah, I
1: love just the, the dialogue of, like, Anara uh, uh, bats Mal's sword away and says, Why was I able to do that? And he makes, like, a joke. And he goes, No, it's because you attack the same way every time from the shoulder. Like, try some, like, jabs and stuff like that. And Malcolm says, attacking from the shoulder feels stronger. Which really just shows you everything about Malcolm. Yeah. Where he's like, it's no finesse. It's just, this will do the most damage, so I'm going to just mash it. Like, it's the equivalent of throwing rock every time and playing rock, paper,
0: scissors. Yeah. And so, I love the duel scene. The duel scene is one of my favorite scenes in this show.
3: Mm Mm-hmm. Uh...
0: It's Mal and Atherton, and then Inara Atherton 2nd, whose name I never learned, and the older gentleman, they face off. And Mal kind of seems like he's doing okay. And then we hear Inara go, he's being toyed with. Yes. It's the I am not left-handed.
1: Yeah. And like, he he's like, he's doing no damage or anything like that. And
0: Well, he does stab Mal.
1: Well, I'm saying Mal's doing no damage. Oh, correct. For thinking that he's doing well. Uh, And then he puts his hands behind his back. And uh, Inara yells, don't fall for this. And of course, Malcolm being Malcolm, runs full steam at him and ends up basically impaling himself.
0: Yes. Amazing. And then, so Mal is injured and disarmed. And... Uh, Inara pleads and, like, she's, like, kind of does the classic, I'll stay with you if you spare him. Yeah. That is, like, older than steam.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And Atherton kind of is tempted by this. Mm-hmm. And Mal takes advantage, cold cocks him. With, Just
2: punches him with, well,
0: with the, help of yeah, he's the hilt of his <laughs> broken sword. Because technically Mal was disarmed, but still had part of the sword in his hand. Mm-hmm. So he hadn't lost yet. Yeah. And then he, you know, punches Atherton... And Uh, Atherton drops his sword. Mal picks it up. Yeah. You
1: love this next part. I love this. He's, He's holding the sword to his throat. You have to finish it. For a man to lay beaten and yet
2: breathing, it makes him a coward.
0: It's humiliation.
2: Sure. It would be humiliating. Having to lie there while the better
1: man refuses to spill your blood. Mercy is the mark... Of a great man. And then he stabs him. He doesn't kill him. He just kind of stabs him. He goes, oh. oh! Guess I'm just a good man. And then he stabs him again. He goes, Oh!
2: Well,
0: I'm all right. I love it. I love it. It's such a good character moment for Mal. You just see Inara just like, Oh, you're so embarrassing. And then they make their way back to the ship. Everyone on
1: the ship is being kind of Watched by Badger's men? Yeah,
0: because they're part of the deal. Yeah. And they're trying to figure out a distraction.
1: They're working on a distraction so they can attack the men and go save the captain. And just as they're about to do it, they walk up. No, no, no. no.
0: There's a whole big part you're missing.
1: Oh, what am I missing?
0: Uh, There's, they're trying to figure out a diversion and Badger... River wanders out because River hasn't seen anybody in a while. Mm-hmm. So she wanders into the cargo hold where everyone else is hostage. Yeah. Looks at Badger and immediately emulates Badger's accent and knows his entire life story. Yeah, just becomes a cockney
1: li- little lady. Sure,
0: I got a secret.
2: More than one. Don't seem likely I'd tell them to you, now do it.
0: Anyone off Titan colony knows better than to talk to strangers. He goes... Oh, it's always nice to see somebody from the Motherland. She goes, oddly, let me know if anybody interesting comes on board and walks away. <laughs> and Jane goes, that was the kind of distraction we could have used? <laughs>
1: yeah, they could have done something there, but they didn't.
0: Because they were all kind of distracted because River has never done anything like this before. Mm. So this is also, I, I wanted to make sure we mentioned this because this is when River starts to do stuff.
1: Yes, uh they are then discussing the plan of what their actual distraction is going to be when Malcolm shows up. And they were like, "Oh, we were we were just about to come save you, but yeah. I see that you don't need it." This really shows how incompetent the crew is without their leader. Yes. Because like had had they succeeded like had Malcolm not gotten away,
0: mm-hmm. by
1: the time they had done something, Malcolm would have been dead. Yeah. So like it really shows that they need the leadership of Mao if they're gonna do anything
0: it's fun. and then we kind of have this last moment where everyone's talking during the uh the end sequence, and we we pull out and we see exactly what the cargo was cattle yeah,
1: it's cattle, so now it's full of cows. bulls and cows and stuff
0: now what what's hard here is this aired. Out of order. Right. Uh, So this actually, this doesn't air until like a few few episodes later. Okay. Yeah, so this aired one, two, three, four, five weeks after episode three.
1: Weird.
0: Uh, Because the next episode that airs is six. Fortunately, because of the cows, the next one that airs after four is episode five, the next one we will discuss. Okay, the next episode uh, is a Simon and River-centric episode.
1: Yes. Very Uh, surprising beginning to this episode.
0: uh, Well, we have a good thing with... We have the cattle. Yes. Uh, So this had to air right after the one before it, because we had to figure out what to do about the cows. Right. And they're negotiating about selling the cows. Yes. And uh, Mal is like, Simon and River go into town. Uh, so Simon, River, Kaylee, and Inora go into town.
1: Ooh, did th- didn't this one start with a flashback? Yes, you're yeah, right. Yeah, that's what we got to talk about because we see...
3: Zephron!
1: Zach Ephron as... Baby Simon. As baby Simon, and we see River, and they're both children. And we we're kind of just setting up with these characters about and how they were very close as
0: siblings. They were very close as siblings and children... And But they were always brilliant and imaginative.
1: Yes, and they, they have wealthy parents.
0: Yes, Simon's trying to weasel a piece of tech he wants
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, out of his father. And his father is like kind of the hard-ass. We yeah. never see Simon's mother.
1: No, I don't think we do.
0: And his father's kind of a hard-ass. Is like, no, I'm not getting this for you. But seeing as your mother already ordered it.
1: Yeah, he, he says something like, pay me back by becoming a brilliant doctor.
0: Yeah. Because Simon is already... Brilliant. Yes. And so is River. Mm Mm-hmm. So, and then the dad is like, can these two, can two tiny geniuses please give an old man some quiet? Like... Yeah. This is, like, the nice moment we have with the family. And then they get sent into town so that Mal can, you know, sell the... Sell the cows. Yeah, we actually, we have a few of these flashbacks throughout the episode. Mm Mm-hmm. And... Uh, he's like, we need these negotiations to be smooth. River makes things not be smooth. Yes. So we kind of have this, like, moment where we have Inara and Kaylee shopping. Because Inara and Kaylee like to go shopping in these towns. Mm-hmm. And Kaylee finds this nice plate. And she's like, do you think this would be a good gift? It's like rich-like. Yeah. And Inara goes, a gift for whom? And Kaylee's just kind of like. Ah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And Inara goes, oh, Simon. Yeah. And Kaylee's like, he's handsome. Mm-hmm. Like, it's this very cute, like, Kaylee openly has a crush on Simon. Yes. And Simon and River come in, and River is looking at, like, rusty, dirty, like, postholers. Yeah. And Simon gets distracted and, like, insults the plate Kaylee was yeah, going she to get Yeah, he calls him. it
1: garbage or something.
0: He, well, he says, like, people want money for this? Yeah. <laughs> And Kaylee had just thought of how nice it was. Mm-hmm. And then Simon kind of vents. Like, Simon has given up being a prestigious doctor, wealth, uh, high social standing, to be a fugitive with River. And he kind of vents that he's on this Gosa ship, which is uh, trash yeah. in, I believe, Taiwanese. Mm-hmm. And kind of goes on this rant. And he's insulted Serenity in front of Kaylee.
1: Yeah, you don't do that.
0: And if you insult Serenity in front of Kaylee, that's kind of like her, like...
1: Insulting her baby.
0: Yeah, like that's the thing she loves most in the world. And she kind of turns on him and goes like, Well, if you think that, you must not think of much of people who choose this life. Mm -hmm. And kind of gives Simon a, like, the reason you suck speech. Yeah. And she kind of flounces out of the store and there is a great moment of Inara just looking at him like, "Oh, you done it now."
1: Yeah. Dumb.
0: Cuz we, we do see some like Inara Simon friendship. Right. Which makes sense because like Simon would have been the economic class to hire a companion. Mhm. Like so they're kind of in a similar social circle. Like Simon would have been able to afford Inara. Right. And so they they kind of bond over having that socioeconomic status. Mm -hmm. So Kaylee and Inara kind of are like, peace, we hate you. And they get separated from Simon and River. And then River kind of just like leaves the store while Simon is distracted trying to like sort out what's going on. Right. So Simon has now alien. Oh, he also fights with Mal at the beginning of the episode. Yes.
1: Yes because it's very important Mal says like why don't you just go and enjoy town it's not like we're going to leave you here yeah and then there is a moment because the heat is on them that the ship has to take off and there's a shout of Simon watching Serenity fly away like oh left me here
0: well there's an impor- a lot of important stuff that happens before that
1: I know I just wanted to make that connection
0: and so he finds River like dancing in the woods with like some town girls mhm and again, we see River happy. Yes. And you see Simon kind of just stop and watch.
1: Yes. It's very Bioshock Infinite.
0: Like, he's watching River be happy and enjoy her life for a few minutes. And then he gets a bag over his head and dragged into the woods by some men. Mm-hmm. River is not dragged away. No. But River notices Simon is gone and then immediately starts to look for him. Mm-hmm. But... She's not distressed. No. She thinks it's a game, and we kind of cut away to Simon's childhood of like them sending River to the academy. Mm-hmm. And like, it's this super prestigious school, and it's going to be great for River. Mm-hmm. And Simon has some misgivings about the school. Yes. And finally, River finds them, and she's like, "Found you." And he's like, "No, River, run." And then yeah, the men run away. The men grab her, too. And she's like, they'll come get us. And then the, and then <laughs> they, we see Firefly don't fly see away. We see the
1: ship leave.
0: And in the uh, interim, the deal has gone south. And someone shoots Book. Yes, and I scream, not Book. Be, and that's the reason, that's why the heat is on them. They need to get Book help. Yes. And Simon is missing.
1: Yeah, and so, yeah, they, they need to find someone to take care of Book. Uh there is a moment that's wonderful of uh Kaylee asking if she can hold Book's hand mm-hmm. because Book did that for her once, which if you were watching this one, it this aired, makes no sense. Yeah, because Book
0: would not have done that for her at uh, this point. Frustrating. Um So Kaylee like sits vigil with Book. Um Zoe is trying to like field medic for Book. Mm-hmm. But Zoe's not a medic. Right, like Zoe knows first aid, mm-hmm. but she's not a doctor, and so they're trying to find help. And they find they dock an Alliance cruiser on purpose. Yeah, uh, because they don't have Simoning River with them, so they don't—they're not harboring fugitives. They have no stolen goods at this time. Yeah, so they—they they come to the Alliance to beg for help. Yeah, the Alliance boards, and they're like, "We're not doing this. We're not gonna like."
1: Who the hell are you?
0: And book. Through like all of his pain says, my ID card. Show them my ID card. Mm-hmm. They feed it into the ID card reader and the Alliance guy immediately goes, get this man to the infirmary. Mm-hmm. So we now know there's more to book than we thought.
1: Yeah. We don't know what it is yet. Nope. But something is up.
0: So they go and they like, they go and immediately take care of book. Right. I wanted to kind of do this A plot, B plot style.
1: Oh, I totally understand.
0: So we find out that Simon has been ca- uh, captured by these settlers because they want a doctor.
1: Yeah, they're not evil. They just want to survive and they need a doctor.
0: So they they mean no harm.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, they have a house already. Because he says something about like sleeping in what, their little makeshift hospital. And the young woman who is working with him is like, no, 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 we have a house for you. Your sister yeah. can stay. Yes. Like.
1: We will treasure you if you stay, basically.
0: And it's this little backwards planet. Mm-hmm. He and River could have a life here. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: And I think that's really important of like, Simon is helping the people of the town already. And like, there's this kind of element of like, Serenity has abandoned him in his Mm -hmm. mind. And he's like, well, I, River and I can have a life here. And there is like a thing where River does have a moment of lucidity of like, you've given up so much for me. And... Mm. He goes, like, Maymay. He calls her Maymay, which is little sister, and says, like, everything I have is right here. And Simon's sole thing is his sister and helping his sister and saving his sister. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: So we have this, like, okay, I could have a life with her here. In the hospital is also a mute little girl who gave up speaking a few years prior. Yes. And River takes her out to play. Mm Mm-hmm. And when River comes back, River knows this girl's whole story, which is corroborated by the villagers. Mm -hmm. And they think River's an angel because River got her to speak. Yeah. And then River's like, no, she didn't say a word. Mm -hmm. And now they think River's a witch. So now
2: she's a witch.
0: And they are going to burn her at the stake. Thou shalt not suffer a witch to live. And so they gather to burn her at the stake and... Uh, River accuses the governor of the town of killing the previous governor. Yes, and it's very clear
1: he did. Yeah, doesn't accuse; basically, knows it happened. She knows. Reveals that that's what
2: happened.
0: And Simon is not going to let this happen. And Simon jumps up on the pyre with her, hoping that they won't kill him too. Yeah. And at one point, she says, "We we get another intercut of." Uh. And them getting letters from River from the Academy. Mm-hmm. And Simon realizing the letters are wrong. Like, she mentions a party that wasn't as good as last year's. Yeah. And he goes, we don't know the people mentioned.
1: Yeah, and there's misspellings in it. So it's actually the code from a series of unfortunate events.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and I was he, like, oh, that's cool. He's like, she's been correcting my spelling since she was three. Mm-hmm. And the code is, they're hurting us. Yeah. And... So he goes and rescues her, and like we also see a cut of his father bailing Simon out of jail and saying like, "I won't do this again. Mm-hmm. I will not come back for you another time." Intercut with with a uh, river saying, "Daddy will come get us." Right. So they're they're on the pyre. They're about to light the pyre, and River just goes, "Time to go." And Simon is like, "Oh my god." Yeah. Then we see Serenity. Yeah,
1: Serenity shows up,
0: and uh. Mal, Jane, and Zoe come up, and Mal goes,
3: Here's a the guy there just in the nick of time. What does that make us? Big damn hero, sir. Ain't we just?
1: Yes, which is another one of the, the moment I, I didn't know was from Serenity.
0: Or I'm sorry, Fly. Uh, and so they, they rescue, they're like, she's a witch. And he's like, she's our witch. Yeah. So the daddy that was going to come and save them, is Mal.
1: Is Mal. There's also a great line that's th- the governor says something like, uh, the Lord says uh, not to allow a witch to live. And Malcolm says, like, the only Lord you should be caring about is this gun I have. Something along those lines.
0: Oh, no, he implies Jane's gun. <laughs> yeah. Because Jane is just like, has a big old gun. And he's like, <laughs> ha ha! Um, because, you know, Jane... It has no issue shooting people. No, not at all. So they're able to escape with River and Simon. Mm-hmm. And so it's this kind of like nice moment. Yeah. Of they're back together. And Simon asks Mal, he goes like, why did you come back for me? What? You don't like me. Oh, we haven't mentioned this. Mal has punched Simon in the face like eight times by this point.
1: This Simon time. has gotten punched in the face constantly by many people.
0: But mostly Mal. <laughs> it's like... Three quarters Mal, and one quarter other people. Yeah. And he says, you're part of my crew. And he goes, no, you don't like me. And Mal just looks at him and goes, you're part of my crew. We're done talking about yeah, this. Why
1: are we still talking about this?
0: Love this. So good. <laughs> so kind of like, and they they sort of also show that like Simon has real value on the ship. Mm-hmm. Because they needed to go to the Alliance to get help yeah. for Book. And now we like we're kind of like, what's happening with Book? And... Uh, we don't really see Kaylee and Simon make up, yeah. In this episode, um, but it, it, you get the idea that like things have been tough for Simon, and Simon logically breaks a little in this episode. Yeah, you, you have this man who had a really good life that he gave up to save his sister, and now he's an outlaw, and he's with these scruffy weird people. And, like, yeah, he gets along really well with Inora and Kaylee. But then there's also... He also now has to live with Jane. hmm Like, and Jane loves antagonizing him. Oh, yeah. So, we needed a Simon and River-centric episode. Because up until episode five, we had not seen a lot of River.
1: Yeah. This was really cool. All right.
0: Now, the next episode aired fourth. Or aired third, I believe. Really? Yeah. This episode aired after episode three.
1: This episode... ...is incredible.
0: So we start off, they've had a successful job. Everything's great. They're having a party.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Everyone's drunk.
2: Everyone's real drunk.
0: And uh, the next morning, they go just ahead of the feds, and they kind of like look and go like, okay, we have everything we need.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: there's a stowaway. Yes. A very pretty young woman dressed very simply in, like, burlap and sandals. And she's very meek and scared, and she is Mal's wife.
1: Yes. Apparently, what has happened, according to an encyclopedia that Book has?
0: Simon has. No, Book reads it. Book reads it. but uh, They're talking about it, and Book goes, Do you have an encyclopedia? And Simon's like, Yeah, I'm Simon. Oh,
1: gotcha, gotcha. So Book reads this, like, there was a ceremony of putting a crown of flowers on someone's head and then dancing. And he drinks her wine. And drinking her wine makes you betrothed to one another. So Malcolm has accidentally gotten married and everyone on the crew thinks it's
2: hilarious.
0: And she she has been essentially raised as stock. Yeah. Like the town gave her to Mal Uh, uh, as payment for helping. And she says, like, I grew up in the maid house. mm -hmm. Like she was... It's essentially a backwoods, lower class version of Inaris training. Yeah. it', it Like, established.
1: Yeah, and th- the performances here are great. Because, yes. like, you feel the friendship between it, and it's that, like, we're such good friends that I can give you the hardest time as you struggle through this situation. And I would put Nathan Fillion up there with Jon Stewart in the power of his blank stare.
0: Yes. <laughs> And, like, the first person to stop finding it funny is Kaylee, because he's making the girl feel really bad. And yes. Kaylee kind of, like, stops laughing at Mal to comfort the girl. Yes. Whose name is Saffron.
1: Yes. Uh, they're unable to return her because the Alliance has shown up on the planet. Yes. So they have to just deal with her. Oh, it's amazing.
0: And uh, Mal is like, you're not property. We're. This is not... And kind of sets her up, like, we're going to take you to this planet. You can find work. And... She expresses discomfort with Inara's line of work. Yes. And he's like, no, 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 no. Like, there's factories. You can...
2: Yeah.
1: Like, he's, he's not going to keep her as a wife, but he is going to take care of this girl. And,
0: and help her get started somewhere new.
1: Yes. Uh, Book also has a hell of a conversation with Malcolm, <laughs>
0: uh, explaining that...
1: If you take sexual advantage of her, you're going to burn in a very special level
2: of hell a level they reserve for child molesters and people who talk at the theater. Well, I am not.
1: Preacher, you got a smutty mind. Perhaps I spoke out of turn. Or maybe I'm thinking. I apologize. I'll make her up a room in the passenger dorm. Good.
2: The special hell.
1: Oh, it had me rolling. It was so funny. Uh, um,
0: and what's great is... Uh, Ron Glass's timing here is really great The actor who plays Book Yes Because he does the speech Leaves Mal like takes a minute to think about it And then Book pops back into frame and goes special hell
2: Special hell
0: Meanwhile Jane attempts to trade Mal for Saffron
2: Yes Six men came to kill me one time The best of them carried this It's a Callahan full bore auto lock
0: Customized trigger, double cartridge, thorough gauge. It is my very favorite gun.
3: You
2: uh, offered me a trade? A trade? Hell, it's theft. This is the best damn gun made by a
1: man.
0: It has extreme sentimental value. It's miles more worthy than what you got. What I got? She has a name. So does this. I call it Vera.
1: Vera. Vera, his giant gun.
0: His very first, favorite gun. First, it looks
1: like he's threatening yes. Malcolm the Steel <laughs> Saffron. He's like, this is my favorite gun. Trades
0: <laughs> Uh What's great here is also like, he starts off with like, your days, you need to start taking me seriously. And Mal is like, my days of taking you seriously are about half over. Or my days of not taking you seriously are at least half over. Yeah. Implying that like, he still doesn't. Right. And so we kind of find out uh, there's a nearby pirate ship that catches these, catches ships, kills the crew, mm-hmm. and takes all their stuff. And Saffron's in league with them.
1: Well, we we establish those pirates first. Yes. And we don't know it yet. But there's an amazing scene where Saffron is just in Malcolm's bed naked. Mm-hmm. And it's just like... This is what I'm supposed
2: to do.
0: And she kind of does this extended monologue about what a wife's role is Mm -hmm. in the Bible. Oh, before this, she also makes Mal dinner. Yes. And there's a great Wash and Zoe bit here where Wash is like, did you make enough for everybody? (laughs) And she didn't, but she's like, I left everything out if your wife wants to make you dinner. And Zoe goes, do you remember that sex we were ever going to have again? (laughs) And Wash immediately, like, shut up because Wash is not going to, like, get in trouble with Zoe for this. And uh, so she goes on this extended monologue with the Bible and there's a beat and Mal goes, good Bible.
1: <laughs> good Bible. And then I, there's another part where she's basically saying, like, I understand if you don't want to stay married to me, but don't. Like, I really still want to do this. So basically, the, the, the... She says, let me have my wedding night. Let me have my wedding night. Which is basically saying like, hey, I, I have accepted that we will not stay married. But I'd still like to sleep with you. And I'm a hot naked chick.
0: And he succumbs.
1: He says, I guess I'm going to a special hell.
0: Guess I'm going to special hell. They kiss.
1: Malcolm touches his lips and says, son of a bitch and passes out. And that's how you learn that Saffron is evil. And I applauded because it the twist blew me away. I had no idea it was coming.
0: I was oh <laughs> one of the like, this one and the next episode are two of my favorites. Mm-hmm. But Shindig is obviously one from the beginning that you would know would be one of my favorites. Yeah. I didn't want to blow the twists in this one or Janestown, so I kept my mouth shut. Oh,
1: this is beautifully written.
0: The next scene, she's immediately back to poor meek little Mm Saffron. And she goes to the bridge. Yes. To get Wash. And she tries to tell him the myth of Earth that was. And kind of goes in this mythological Mm -hmm. uh, monologue. And Wash goes, good myth. like Same kind of thing. Very similar, yeah. However, uh, Wash does not succumb to her charms because he's with Zoe. Yeah,
2: he
1: loves Zoe so much.
0: So she kicks him in the face. (laughs) kicks him in the face, knocks him out,
1: rewires the ship, and then welds the door closed.
0: Yes. And the next thing, she wants to steal a shuttle because she she disables comms. Yeah. And Inara was trying to find a client on the Mm -hmm. next planet they were going to. So she goes to the other shuttle to try to use their comms Mm -hmm. because hers were disabled and she doesn't know it's ship-wide. And she also runs into Saffron. Mm-hmm. And they have, like, a really great game-recognizes-game situation yeah. where Saffron starts trying to, like, ask Inara to train her as a companion. Mm-hmm. And Inara's like, I thought you didn't approve of that. And she's like, well, I." she kind of goes, like, well, I'm going to need to do something. And you're so beautiful and sophisticated. Mm-hmm. And then there's a klaxon that shakes Inara out of it long enough to be like, oh, you're evil.
1: No, because th- there's this great... Like, they're, they're playing this game and Saffron breaks first and goes, you're... She's like, man, you're good. And Inara responds, you're amazing. Who are you? Yeah. Then the klaxon goes off. So they play the game. They then both recognize that they're playing the game, yeah, game something is up.
0: Game recognizes game.
1: And then, then the klaxon is like a distraction for Saffron to get away.
0: And then... Uh, Saffron drops. She goes, "Who are you?" And she goes, "I'm Malcolm Reynolds' widow." Yes. And Enora, like badass. Inara panics and immediately runs to Mal's quarters, and finds him kind of passed out. Mm-hmm. He stirs and makes a slight noise, and in relief, Inara kisses him full on the mouth. <laughs> realizes too late what it was. Yeah. And goes, "Oh, son of a colt!" Collapse. <laughs> collapses. Oh, so good. And then we she ste uh Saffron steals the other shuttle, not Inara's, but the other. Yeah. And we see Simon and Kaylee in Mal's quarters tending to Mal Inara, and Zoe is tending to wash his head wound. Mm-hmm. And we find out that the lipstick Saffron was wearing was drugged.
1: Yes. It's called the Kiss Goodnight.
0: Yes. And Inara. Is slurring and is clearly out of it, and she's like, "I fell just like Wash."
1: Yeah, I fell in hit my head.
0: <laughs> like Wash. Yeah. And Zoe is like super proud of Wash.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, she's like, "Look at my Wash!" Like, mm.
1: <laughs> don't look at me, man! I got kicked in the head.
0: Like cleaning his head wound, like. But she's really proud of him because he didn't succumb to her.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And so, like everybody thinks Mal's an idiot. <laughs> Nobody really. No, like everyone knows, there's something else to Anara.
1: Yeah, but no one's saying anything. Um, Let me get you to the infirmary.
0: No, I'm comfy. I'm comfy, <laughs> and so it's very funny. And then Jane, Mal, and Zoe uh, have to then save Serenity from these pirates. Right. Jane puts Vera in her own spacesuit. Love this for scientific reasons, because there needs to be air to fire the gun.
1: Like, I see that they're opening the door, they're all in spaceships, and they're going to shoot at (laughs) this pirate station. I was like, guns aren't going to work in space, but the gun's in a spacesuit. And I was like, beautiful. The fact that they pull this off, like, it it tracks back to the fact that none of the spaceships make noise in space. Yeah.
0: And it's, like, accidentally correct. mm -hmm. Um, So he is able to disable the pirate ship.
1: Yeah, he and, and like, you see the pirates like get sucked out into space. It's like, well, they're dead
0: <laughs> because he puts a hole in the like. He first shoots out the electric net, yeah, and then shoots out the space window, yeah, and so it's like this really great bit. And Mal tracks down Saffron because there's only like two planets she could have gotten to from there, mm-hmm. and recovers his shuttle. Yes. And Saffron is like, yeah, I just did it for fun. Yeah,
1: there's this talk about how, like, it's not, it's not about the destination, it's the journey. Yeah. So it's basically saying, like, yeah, I'm not doing this for the money. I really enjoy being a pirate.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's, like, conning, mm-hmm. seducing, and conning
3: mm-hmm.
0: uh, Wash was fun. And, like... The last scene of the episode is Mal goes to Inara's shuttle. And Inara was like, she had training, like companion training.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And Mal was like, she got me with that kiss goodnight. She got, and then like, you went down too. And he mm-hmm. kind of is teasing her. Mm-hmm. And so she thinks he's going to confront her. Yeah. About the kiss. And he goes, you kissed her too. <laughs> and flounces out of the room. And Inara is just like, oh, she she doesn't even have, like, an emotional reaction. She's just kind of like, huh.
1: What an idiot.
0: <laughs> Next episode is one of the best episodes. Yeah. I, I... Th- oh, my God. We forgot the beginning of this one is another great one. Up-
1: if your hand touches metal, I swear by my pretty floral bonnet, I will end you.
0: Yes. Which I, I need to point out, because I cross-stitched this for six months for yeah. a friend... And something I actually have a note on here that I noticed in this episode, we've replaced like before the cold open, there's always a short monologue and it alternates between book and Mal, but the text is the same. No. That's the world building. Like we used up the earth. We terraformed all these other planets. Yeah.
1: The Alliance fought the independents. Uh, The independents lost. And now it's all about getting a crew, finding a job. Keep keep flying. Keep flying.
0: And so I, I wanted to remember to mention that because this sets up the world. Does
1: mm-hmm. a great job too.
0: And the river is only seen in one shot in this episode.
2: Oh yeah.
3: yeah.
0: Uh, there's two. She had a scene. She had two scenes that were cut. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh,
0: she had one where she tries to get book to marry her and Simon. Uh, because river is not well. Right. And we kind of have to remind the audience that river is not lucid and She knows that there's this man and he takes care of her and he loves her. So in her mind, like she kind of conflates her brother and her husband. And Simon's very uncomfortable with it. He's like, no, 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 thank you. Goodbye. (laughs) And there's also a point where River accuses Saffron of being a thief.
2: Oh.
0: She says, you're a thief. And everyone's like, what? And Saffron shamefacedly pulls a protein bar out of her dress and says like i hadn't eaten and i didn't know when i'd be fed and i got scared so like it's really good it they cut it because it was too hard to have a someone who could read minds on the ship Mm -hmm. and have her be interacting too much with saffron
1: Mm -hmm. but like i also kind of get like i'm a thief she admits to being a thief that's what river meant
0: and River goes, she must have seen me steal the food. And then everyone leaves and River goes, I didn't. Yeah. River didn't know about, like the idea being that River didn't know about the food. Mm-hmm. River's not talking about that.
1: That's... Mm.
0: But it's a good, it's a good uh thing. And River's only in like one scene. Um. My first note on episode seven is, oh God, I'm Simon. Because this one is... They talk about Simon being proper. Yes. Because uh, this is a very Simon and Kaylee-centric episode, as well as mm. a Jane-centric episode, mm. which we hadn't had a Jane episode yet.
1: Everyone really gets to shine in this one.
0: Yeah, but I would say if like there were three characters who get to do the most, it's Kaylee, Simon, Jane. Yeah. So they're at Canton, which we actually like remember the name of the planet in this one because there's a whole song about it. There's a it. whole song. And uh, they have Simon pose as a buyer. Yeah. For this mud that is used for expensive ceramics. Mm-hmm. So they kind of use Simon because he's still dressed the fanciest. And yeah. he and Kaylee have a discussion about Simon never swearing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I swear. And she's like, I've never heard you swear.
1: Yeah, I swear when appropriate. Well, the whole point of swearing is that it's inappropriate.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it, we, we get a little bit of like that thing. And Simon's only with the ground crew because Mal's a really good wingman. Yeah, because Kaylee tries to get him to come along, and Mal like throws her a bone. Because mm-hmm. we haven't talked about the relationship between Mal and Kaylee very much yet. Yeah, and uh, they have such a great family relationship. Yes, and so does she and Jane. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't talked about this at all, but like Jane cares about Kaylee. Yes, when she's shot, we see a, we see, and like nothing is spared in this first episode. Jane watching Kaylee in the infirmary from the rafters mm-hmm. to make sure Simon's not hurting her. Yeah. Like,
2: Everybody loves Kaylee. And
0: when we have the space ball, Kaylee is on Jane's shoulders. Yeah. Like it's chicken. hmm So like Kaylee is adored by everyone. And I don't think we've had the time to establish that, but I wanted to before this episode. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of what Mal does is for Kaylee. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're exploring the mud fields. Simon is terrible at faking it. And like Wash makes fun of her. Mm-hmm. Or Wash makes fun of Simon. He turns to Kaylin and goes, who is this master of disguise? <laughs> because Simon is a terrible liar.
1: Yes. Now it should be made, made clear that uh, Jane is wearing like a, d- a disguise. Yeah. Because he has enemies on this planet. He ran afoul of the magistrate. Yeah. So Jane wants everything to kind of speed up. Yeah. But Malcolm's kind of in this place of like, I think it's funny that Jane is scared. I think I want to help Kaylee. And like, he's kind of ribbing Simon by putting him in this situation.
0: Oh, yeah. And there's a great moment where the foreman of the mudfield claps Simon on the back into this giant muddy handprint yeah. on like Simon's nice clothing.
1: Like, so like in moments, everyone's character is like so established
0: and, and then, then and then, we see a statue of the hero of Canton, Jane Kaa. Ca. <laughs> and that's where the, uh, the line where you say, that you said at the very beginning of this episode.
2: We gotta go to the crappy town where I'm a hero.
1: Well, because they're all staring at the statue and Jane's like, I cannot explain this. I was a thief here. Can we please leave? And everyone's like... No, there's a statue of you.
0: We're going to stare at you. The first thing anyone says is, Simon, son of a bitch.
1: Yeah, this is where he
0: swears. and that's... He says, son of a bitch, theme song. Yeah. Um, So it ends the cold open. Mm -hmm. And I like this one because the cold open actually had something to do with the show, which they don't always. And the mutters, Where? That's where your mutters Milk comes from. Yes, yes. Who are the, like... The serfs, they're the indentured servants, because they said like 2,000, most of them indentured, who harvest the mud. Yes. And he apparently, when he did this job and stole all this money from the magistrate, uh, he dropped a ton of money on these peasants.
1: Yes, because his ship got took damage and he couldn't have cargo.
0: Yeah, so he dropped, he first dropped his partner. Well, we don't know that yet. They're all trying to lay low. But a little boy recognizes Jane.
1: Yes. And there's also this is where they're in the bar and they start singing the song of Jane.
3: Robbed from the rich and he gave to the poor. Stood up to the man and he gave him what for. Our love for him now ain't hard to
0: explain. The hero of Canton, the man they call Jane. Yes.
1: And this is where, like, Jane starts to put together, oh, they think I'm a hero because they thought that I was basically pulling a Robin Hood.
0: And Simon has a nervous breakdown.
1: Yeah, Simon's like, No, this must be what going mad feels like. Real quick, I have to talk about how amazing this set is. Yeah? Because everything is made of mud. Yes. Like, the mugs are ceramic. The whole building is, like, uh, adobe uh, what is that? What's the word I want for that? For an adobe house? It's adobe. Yeah. Yeah. They do a great job of creating that world. And just the attention to detail is beautiful in this episode. Uh, but since he's been recognized by this little boy, they now throw a Jane's a hero party.
0: And... There's a great moment where Jane's like, I need another drink. And he goes to get mutter's milk and the bartender slaps it out of his hands. Yeah. And produces a bottle of whiskey.
1: Yeah. He drinks the best stuff
0: behind the bar. The best whiskey in the house. (laughs) And they're all singing. And then we get a great, like, little romantic moment with Simon and Kaylee. Mm -hmm. Where he says, like, she goes, you're pretty funny. Oh, Simon's freaking out that Jane has a town. He's like, I saved hundreds of lives. I reattached a girl's leg and she named her hamster after me. <laughs> I have a hamster and he has a town. A town. And she's like, you're pretty funny. And he goes, you're pretty. Yeah. Pretty. Mm-hmm. And like they're flirting and Mal tries to like round them up to take them back to the ship. And Kaylee goes, things are going really well.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And Mal's like, it's time to go back to the ship. Oh, oh, things are going well. Simon, Kaylee, you keep an eye on Jane. Yeah,
1: keep an eye on Jane. So
0: he's like a good wingman mm-hmm. for the two of them. And it's very cute. Yes. Everyone's... Shwasted. Mm-hmm. Uh, they bring Wash back to the ship. And Zoe goes, You've been drinking, husband? <laughs> and Mal's like... Yeah.
1: Yeah. Wait till you hear and they <laughs> what like, is happening on this planet.
0: They explain everything and the magistrate <laughs> finds out Jane has returned. Yes. And is pissed.
1: Yes. Uh, real quick before we go into all that, let's quickly explain...
0: Where Inara is. Uh,
1: well, yes. We have to explain Inara and we also have to explain Book and River.
0: Yes. Uh, let's go to Inara. Inara has more to do with the central plot, despite mm. the fact that it doesn't seem like she does. Uh, Inara is with the magistrate's son. Yes. Who is still a virgin in his twenties and his overbearing father wants to make a man out of him. Mm -hmm. No woman wants him. And when you mean his father, you're like, no shit. Mm -hmm. Like you've hired your son, a high class prostitute, and you're still being overbearing. And Inara is very polite and she's like, the ritual is really important. Mm -hmm. Uh, I am going to give your son the full ritual. Yes Because like there's t- like a tea service and conversation, and like it's not just slam, bam, thank you, ma'am. it is there is a whole courting ritual that must go with it. Mm-hmm. And she refuses to truncate that to make the magistrate happy. Yes.
1: Quick story.: <laughs> Oh no. The magistrate's son in this looks like me.:
0: Oh God, uncanny, especially the glasses you used to have.
1: Yes. When I was in college, my roommates liked Firefly, but I never really watched it. I remember the day they were all in the living room watching this episode. Okay. And I was like, so what's this? He's like, it's Firefly. Uh, Basically, this guy's like a god in this area. And I was like, okay, maybe I'll give this like a chance. And I remember I sat down and this is the scene that was on. And it was like, yes, I'm 26 and still a virgin. And at the time... I was 21 and still a virgin and looked like that guy. And that's a lot of what my comedy was about. So I was just sitting with my roommates and they're all like, huh, look, lookie, look at him. Look at you. Virgins. And I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm done watching this. <laughs> and I went to my room and that's the only time I watched Firefly besides now.
0: Oh my God. I loved Firefly and I loved this episode. Um, so a lot of what Inara does with Fess, the uh, young gentleman, It kind of tells him, like, having sex doesn't make you a man. You become a man on your own. Mm -hmm. But, like, she kind of builds him up. River and Book are still on the ship. Yes. And Book goes like,
2: What are we up to, sweetheart?
0: Fixing your Bible.
2: I, um, what?
0: Bible's broken. Like, they get into this whole conversation about, like, the factual errors of the Bible. Book and River have a really good conversation about faith. Yes. Which is really important to this episode.
1: Because, well, they start talking about Noah's Ark.
0: Yeah. And it's problematic. It's problematic. And
1: she says something like, we have to make this a space drama so that we can mess with quantum mechanics to get every animal on the boat.
0: Yeah. That's the only way you're going to fit 5,000 mammals on one boat.
1: And... <laughs> Which is great. And Book says, it's not about it making sense, it's about having faith and believing in something. Yeah. And then, this is
0: basically it
1: for these characters, other than the fact that River gets scared by Booker's hair when it's not in a ponytail.
0: Yeah, Book unties his hair. He has to keep his hair long because of the the rules of the Abbey. Mm -hmm. Uh, But when he unties his hair, it kind of floofs out. It becomes Albert Einstein. And... River screams. And, like, this is not an uncommon thing for someone who's dealt with trauma. If you see someone substantially looking different, to panic. Yeah. And she runs and, like, kind of runs to Zoe, who's the only other person on the ship. And Zoe's like, it's okay, honey, it's okay. And then Zoe sees him, and Zoe's like, ah!
1: (laughs) (laughs) The hair will still be out there.
0: River goes and hides in the cargo hold. And... Book is kind of like, you guys are being dramatic. And Zoe goes, if I didn't have things to do, I'd be in there with her. (laughs) Like, it's this cute, again, these character moments of, we haven't seen Zoe and Book interact hardly at all. Mm -hmm. So it's nice to see this, like, it's nice to see these two characters have a subplot. Yes. I I think they do a very good job in the short amount of time we have mixing and matching the characters to get more out of them. Mm -hmm. Back in town. Um... The magistrate is furious that Jane's out and releases a prisoner. Says right. he's done his time. Mm-hmm. The prisoner is Jane's co-pilot, who he threw out. Yes. And he's like, oh, by the way, Jane's back. Bye.
1: Mm-hmm. And they hand him a shotgun. And it's important to note that guns are forbidden on this planet. So nobody else has a gun right now. Yes. Except because- for him.
0: <laughs> and so we we get this, like, good moment. Because... The magistrate is smart. He can't do anything about Jane.
2: Yes.
1: Because it's
0: going to cause a peasant uprising. Mm Mm-hmm. This guy could.
1: Yeah. And it would defame him.
0: And so we we see the next morning and we're at the bar. And Kaylee and Simon fell asleep in the bar. And Kaylee's like on top of Simon. Mm Mm-hmm. And Mal is like, what you doing? And Simon's like, oh, no, no, I would never do this. I would, not with Kaylee, never in a million years. Mm Mm-hmm. And what Simon's, like, trying to say is that he didn't drunkenly take advantage of Kaylee. Yeah, it's... But what it sounds like is, I would never have sex with Kaylee in a million years.
1: Yeah, this is more of, like, your girlfriend's dad walked in. And you're like, I'm I'm respectful.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Not like, ew, this person is gross.
0: But she takes it as, ew, this person is gross, and freaks out and leaves. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because his manners are kind of becoming... A huge roadblock in their relationship progressing at all.
1: Yeah. So now he's alone in this bar and he's like, I got some staying here. Well, Jane
0: comes down the stairs with a woman. Oh, yes. Eggs. Living legend wants eggs. <laughs> yes. And Mal is like, hey, the new plan is that we're going to trot you out into the Times Square and have a big party for you so that we can move the stolen goods while everyone's distracted. Right. So Jane's like, okay. Mm-hmm. I like
1: parties for me.
0: And so they they all leave Simon alone. Mm -hmm. Simon then asks for a menu.
1: (laughs) I see a menu? A what?
0: (laughs) Commercial break. It's
1: great. What a great joke.
0: So then we find Stitch, who is the name of uh James' partner. partner. Stitch finds Simon, and like Simon clearly doesn't live here. Yeah. Like Simon, you don't even go here. Mm -hmm. Like he's still dressed as a dandy. Mm Mm-hmm. So Stitch immediately is like, will you roll with Jane? Yeah. And.
1: Threatens to take his eyes.
0: Oh, just beats the ever loving crap out of Simon. hmm And drags Simon and says like, I'm going to kill you in front of Jane. Yeah. So only let Simon live so that he can kill him in front of Jane. Mm-hmm. And so they have the celebration and Stitch just barges in with Simon and tells the entire town the truth hmm and uh he goes to shoot jane yeah and this young man who we've seen a lot of shots of yes jumps in front of the gun and takes the bullet
1: takes the bullet for jane take takes the bullets because
2: it's a shotgun
0: and jane is horrified yeah like truly he's beyond comprehension he doesn't know why someone would do that for him jane is gutted by this yeah and he's upset and he kind of goes like, why would anyone do that for me? People like, people aren't going to just throw money at you. People like that don't exist. Yeah, yeah, There aren't people like that in the world. There's just people like me. And he shoves over the statue.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Kaylee immediately rushes to grab Simon. Yeah. And there's this like nice little moment where she's like, honey. And he goes, Kaylee? Yeah. And like, we kind of just see this like, she does, every time she gets into a fight with him. He almost gets killed. Yeah. And uh, we kind of have this thing of like, okay, they get out of that. But then, Mm -hmm. because uh, Jane does murder Stitch after that, just straight up murders him. Mm -hmm. They get back to Serenity and Serenity has been landlocked by the magistrate because they're not going to let Jane get away. Right. And Wash is having trouble with it. This this scene is so quick. Wash is like, I can't take off. And then Inara's like, "Are you having trouble with takeoff?" Because Fess tells Anara that her father's gonna do, his father's going to do that. Mm-hmm. And as soon as she goes, "Are you having a problem with takeoff?" The landlock disengages, yeah. and he goes, "No, no. everything's shiny." Mm-hmm. They take off, and then we cut to Fess being yelled at by his father, and he's got this insufferable little smirk on yeah. his face. I'm
1: a man now, so I made a man decision.
0: Yeah, I'm a man, I did man things. Yeah. And you're like, oh man, I hope that if we were going to get more seasons, we saw them again.
1: Yeah, we totally need to see these characters. So many characters are brilliantly written for an episode. And, like, not even like an episode, for like
0: 20% of an episode. <laughs> uh, this is the point where I will remind you that we are only halfway through the season. Uh, right. There will be. I'm not going to tell you who, but there will be people we saw we met in the first half right. that we see again. Because
1: I was shocked to see Badger again. Yeah. So.
0: I don't think it's a terrible spoiler to tell you there are people we see again.
1: Oh, okay, cool.
0: Um,
1: uh, so. The last
0: episode of this scene, where well, there's two more yes. episodes, two more scenes. Uh, The first one is Kaylee and Simon. Mm-hmm. And they they acknowledge that they like each other. Yes. And she kind of goes like, why are you like this? And he goes like, It's all I have left. I've given up my whole life. Being polite is how I can show you respect and show you I like you.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: And she goes, so when we made love last night, (laughs) I I don't remember the actor's name who plays Simon, but he sells this amazingly. (laughs) When we did what? Like, he doesn't say a word. He goes, but like his whole face changes and you watch him like, "Ah!" and she goes, oh my God, you're such an easy mark. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, we see this, like, she kind of gets the drop on him for insulting her again.
1: I also love, uh, just real quick, uh, Kaylee says in this, she calls space the black. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is kind of, the. I really like this phrasing, because it goes along with calling the ship the boat. Which they
0: do frequently.
1: So it's kind of like these pirates on the sea, this boat in the black. I just, I really like the world building in terms of... uh, language and what their
0: they're essentially are. pirates. Yeah. Like it's a space western but it's also kind of just a pirate movie. Yes. And uh so we had this great like when we mm-hmm. made love last night what and then the last scene is Jane and Mal discussing why the mutters did that for him. Yeah. I think actually I have these switched up. I think Kaylee and Simon were the last scene.
1: No, I think this is the last scene. Because it's a gut punch. Because he says, like, I'm gutted over this. Why would a person die for me? Yeah. And, like, the the parallels here are all so beautiful. Because, like, Jane has killed... Jane is responsible for the death of many people.
0: Yeah. But this one bothers him.
1: This one bothers him. It's a person sacrificing himself for Jane... Which Jane was not willing to do for Stitch, which caused all of this problems. Yes. And the reason that that kid was willing to do that is because they had faith in the deity that was Jane Cobb. Which ties back to Book and uh, River's conversation. Yeah. And, like, they don't make that that tie super clear. You kind of have to put that together yourself, which I think is beautiful. But, like... I would imagine in the future of this show, maybe even future episodes, but if this show continued uh, multiple seasons, we would see this planet again and be like, oh yeah, they still worship Jane. Yeah. Be- because the legend is what's important, because that's the motivation that keeps them all going.
0: There's not a man who was a statue of him who wasn't a son of a bitch. It's, oh, it's an amazing line. And uh, there
1: is one more scene where... Uh, uh, Book catches River in the Bible making corrections again. Mm-hmm. And River just goes, keep walking, preacher man. Yeah. And Book's just like, okay, ruin my Bible.
0: And, well, she just give him back part of her his Bible too. Yeah. And like, I took your symbol and now it's just paper, but I want you to have it back. Mm-hmm. And like, so this kind of river kind of swings back and forth between lucidity and madness. Mm-hmm. When she's lucid, she's fun and she makes fun of Simon and they're, you know. But she is also traumatized and not fully aware of her surroundings. And that's a theme that's building is River's mental health and or decided lack thereof and how that's affecting other people. Yes.
1: River reminds me of, I can't remember the character's name, but uh, the play A the Mind. Mm -hmm. Where it is about a woman who has brain damage. And she switches between, like, being damaged and trying to move on. And these moments of complete lucidity. And, God. Summer Glau knocks it out of the park.
0: Yeah, this had to be an exceptionally hard role to write or act.
1: Yeah, incredible.
0: She does a great job. Um, The chemistry between the cast is great. Yeah. Like... They do such a good job that I never for a second think about the actors who play River and Simon. You do not think about, like, oh, they're actors playing this role. You're like, oh, they're related. Yeah. And, like, the same with the actors who play Mal and Zoe. Like, they are fire-forged, best-of-friends partners.
2: Yeah.
1: It's really fantastic.
0: Uh, so that's the first half of the season, yeah, uh, we still have the second half of the season,
1: yeah, so join us next week as we will be discussing the second half of this. Is there any relevant uh research you wanna bring up now?
0: Um, I'm trying to think of not a lot because there's a lot of stuff that like I wanna wait until the end.
1: that makes sense
0: um, yeah, like I'm looking at this and we we have not seen uh all of, we we have some episodes. That aired before what we've talked about that we haven't watched yet. Okay. Uh, out of gas actually aired before our Mrs. Reynolds or um say or before the two cattle ones.
2: Gotcha,
1: okay. so uh, we'll save all that for next time, so be sure to join us next week for the second half of episode.
0: Yeah, for the second half of episode 100. Of episode 100. I was just so
1: blown away by it. A few things now of business we have to take care of. Business! Business time. Uh, so, first off, thank you to our uh, Patreon uh, subscribers. Thank you to Matthew, part of our crowdfund Crypt Keepers, for keeping the show going. Uh, we have our first vote on what our bonus episode will be. We put the the uh, the we put the topics up on Twitter, and our top two are what?
0: Uh, They are our top 10 TV moments.
1: Okay. And Serenity. And Serenity. So what would you like to hear us talk about on our exclusive Patreon episode of the crowdfunded crypt? Uh, Our patrons can now vote on that. Uh, or, or the day after this goes up. Uh, if you'd like to have a say on what that bonus episode is about, and if you'd like to hear that bonus episode, you can subscribe to our Patreon at our lowest tier of just $5, and you can get that bonus episode and also have a say on what we will be doing next on this here show.
0: Yeah, now the one after this, we're actually uh, we're going to have a reflection episode. So if there's anything uh, you want to ask, if there's anything you want to know there's anything you want us to talk about a little more, uh, you can email us at Show at gmail.com or on Facebook and Twitter at Stay Doomed. Yes,
1: and if you want to go to the planet where I'm a folk hero, I'm at Plus Two Comedy.
0: If you for some reason want remember and wish to discuss space cases, I'm at Sprocket League. Until next time, stay doomed.